This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Some support for Three Beers In comes from Manscaped. Hey, Cutter. What's going on, Ross? Remember that time you got kicked out of Star Tours at Disneyland because they thought you were smuggling Ewoks in your mankini? No. Oh. We'll never be embarrassed by your disgusting body (laughs) ever again. Well, lower body. Yeah. Because Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. And you know what you're going to say? I'm worried it'll turn my man cabbage into a julian salad. Well, have no fear. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your cashew. And Manscaped believes in always using the right tools for the job. You wouldn't use the same razor that you don't use on your face. (laughs) (laughs) That you don't use on your face. (laughs) You wouldn't use the same razor that you don't use on your face on your butt Velcro, right? That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits sometimes. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BIGHEADS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BIGHEADS. Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Precious engineered tools to turn your pubic zirconia into your family jewels. There is a podcast no one asked for. A podcast you never knew you didn't want. Three beers in. This is the podcast. I anticipate a deeply religious experience. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for another dark and roasty episode. With a bit of raisin. <laughs> yes. Nature's fruit. Hmm. Yeah, this is Three Beers In. You heard Clint there? Hey, what's going on? And Joel's there. He is there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is Ross. Three of us today. Yeah. There is only three of us. <laughs> Power trio. Yeah. All right. Three of us going three beers in. Tonight, we're drinking the Blind Jake from Pint House Pizza. I really like that. Ooh, that is roasty. Nice. A lot of head on that one. Yeah. The first pour out of the growler is kind of tough. I like the, uh, I like the container. Yeah, the I do skull. too. Yeah, that's, that's why I, I opted for the growler instead of the growler. They're growler friendly now, but I think they charge you a dollar extra for a growler, which I don't get it. Yeah, you just do it. I would think the <laughs> glass would be more. Yeah, because I went and didn't have uh, growlers. They say so you can bring yeah. your own. Same setup, fridge in the front with a bunch of crawlers in there, and they're like, if it's in there, take it. Yeah, since people are, are doing crawlers more. So how much was it for a growler? Oh, yeah, that, it was uh, it was pretty cheap. It was it was 40 bucks for two. Oh, nice. 25 normally, probably. Or no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I just, I bought two, so oh, okay. I know how much two so costs. So it's just 20. Gotcha. Yeah, 20 bucks so it's about 20 growler. bucks for a growler, yeah. including the growler. Hmm. That oh, is which is pretty great. cheap, yeah. Pretty damn cheap. Maybe it was because it was a Thursday afternoon. Wait a minute. Did we drink this within 48 hours of you getting it? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. I got it last night. Got it yesterday. (sighs) 
Beauty is a beguiling call to death. And I am addicted to its... Siren song. This is, I wouldn't say bitter. There's bitter to it, but uh, it kind of fades into like a mellowness. That's kind of nice. It's a little bit more watery than I thought it was going to be. I expect it, these to be a little bit heavier. It's a bit thinner than a, yeah. a stout would be. Which I went there to get their stout, the Bearded Seal, I think it's called. <laughs> which is one of their mainstays, and they didn't have it on tap. What? Yeah. Animals. I you know. went to the Round Rock one? Yeah, I did. Is there a third one they're opening? Or has it already that opened? That is the third one. What was the second one? I'll get into it. Uh, the oh. second one is the South Lamar location. The first one they opened was the Burnett location. Gotcha. That's the one I know, I think. Mm-hmm. It's got, I've it's, never been to the South Lamar. It's yeah, got a lot of coffee it. to it. Yeah, it does. It does that. Not a lot of raisin. It, yeah. Not heavy. Not super heavy, like Joel was saying. Yeah. Which can be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on what you're looking for. Unlike Cutter. Yes. Probably perfect for the weather outside. It's not too well, cold to where it's going to need something well, really heavy. It's well, if you're too cold for this guy. Well, <laughs> yeah, with a blanket over him. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing a blanket. He's doubled right down now. on the Texans. He has a Texans jersey and a Texans blanket. <laughs> Wait, uh, is that two blankets then, or is it double knitted? Or? It's double knitted, yeah. Okay. One side's Winnie the Pooh, one side's <laughs> Texans. I don't get it. I like but to see you in a Texas game, about it. you just get so drunk and you forget what side it's on. It's like, what's with the poo, man? I mean, in this day and age, it could be mistaken for some kind of, like, if it was rockets on one side and poo on the other, it could be taken as, like, a, a statement on China. Yeah, I could see that, yeah. Because they call Z, uh, or what, is it Chi? It's Z, I Z. believe, yeah. They call Z, uh... Winnie the Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, or it's online they use like Winnie the Pooh to make fun of Z. Yeah, because he doesn't want to be. Uh, he said in some press release that he doesn't want to be compared to Winnie the Pooh. Which Just it, like randomly, he said that. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why, but it was on the. I thought lap. they had already been comparing him to Winnie the Pooh. It was on an episode. Well, no, this was like years ago, and then uh, an episode of Last Week Tonight uh, a year or two ago. John Oliver brought it up and. Now that there's that whole China thing that really brings it back, in. I guess, yeah. And Z is their mayor? What is he? Their mayor. <laughs> Prime minister? Or? Uh, uh, what? How's it go? Dictator? Yeah, dictator. Yeah, pretty much. What's China? They're all they, don't, they don't leader. have free speech. So. The authoritarian... Unlike this podcast where you can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> well, as long as Clint says it's okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I am the Pooh Bear. <laughs> He does have the blanket. They are the Grand Pooh Bear. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So this beer, yeah. Oh, do you have something on Pint House? Yeah, I have, I have a few things. So Pint House is founded by six guys who shared a passion for craft beer and good food. That sounds similar. Yeah, among the uh, six guys who founded Pint House in 2012 was brewer Joe Moorefield, formerly of Colorado's Odell Brewing. Oh, I've had theirs. Yeah, which they, they just won, I think it was silver for their Mountain Standard IPA. Wait a minute, before you continue, are there going to be the words community? I took, ah, I took those out. Yeah, I want to, we there, have to figure out what words a, are going to yeah, be in this uh, statement. We inspired? Wanted to, yeah, there, inspired. There, yeah, it might still be in here. That was. I'm pretty sure that was in here. Bucolic? Yeah, I tried to edit out the flowery language for Clint. <laughs> Just to not, send, yeah. not trigger me with yeah. flowery language? Yeah, yeah uh, so... Joe has created arguably the best beer program focused on hops in Austin, they say. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> they are very focused on hops, at least. <laughs> you can say that. 
They specialize in hot forward beers, focus on aroma and flavor, much the same way that breweries in Colorado and the Pacific Northwest do. Mistake. While, yeah, while also offering a strong roster of barrel-aged beers. And I, yeah, I don't know if the Pacific Northwest are they, I like guess Colorado, they are right? focusing on on aroma and flavor, but it's the wrong aroma and flavor. I would agree with Pizza that sentiment. Pizza House yeah. aroma and flavor. East. No, no. That's the, the resiny hops, Resin, the like, yeah. really oh, strong. Okay. Resin and dank, sticky. Yeah, the ones that go into most sticky, IPAs icky. to give it that mm. sharp bitterness. Yeah. yeah. So they opened the first pint house on Burnett Road in 2012. Followed by the South oh. South Lamar location, 2015. Co-owner and director of marketing, Nicholas Van Bean, said that they were already looking forward to a fourth location when the Round Rock Brewery opened in February 2019. Is it in Pflugerville? I it might is go not. If, if it's in Pflugerville. Cedar Park? You can drive to Round Rock. It's not that The far. hell I can. <laughs> Cedar Park probably? No, it did. No, it's, uh. it's going to be south. Oh. It has no projected opening date as of yet. It's going to be near St. Elmo, hmm. Skull Mechanics, and uh, Independence, mm. and Orf. Do you know who lives in Round Rock? Cutter. Oh, yes. Close Same. Enough. Yeah. I, I try not to go there. Southwest. I like this porter. This is pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, better than Bill Pickett, right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> what was that a reference I think to? It's Bill Pickett? There's it's a porter. his favorite porter. Yeah, right now it's my favorite porter. Texas Beer Company, Bill Pickett Porter. Oh, I thought Bill Pickett thought, was a person. He He was. He's a bulldogger, I believe, which uh, it's it's like he didn't ride bulls. He wrestled them to the ground. Oh. Oh, okay. Usually by, like, biting the ear, I think, is what they, like, was one of the moves they did. He did that in, like, the 90s? No. <laughs> 1890s. No. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I just knew it didn't make any sense to be something that had done in, like, the last 20 years. Or Early 20th years. century, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're planning on opening a fourth one south. Even More further south. south than what South Lamar. The so, deep south. Yeah. I guess it is east of the South Lamar location. Anyway, so their beers, their other beers include the Easy Drinking Electric Jellyfish IPA. Not a fan. I suppose it is easy drinking. A lot of I, people like it. I'm not a fan. I don't like but it. But that's not saying much. I don't like it, I, IPAs. Yeah, easy drinking if you, if you don't like know what beer is. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of people love it. I, I I can't understand it. If they go to Pint House, that's the one thing that they get. Oh, there's keywords probably in there, but I bet it's because of the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. Because how they're set up, it feels, out. it feels very um, communal and like a lot yeah, of because, life, I guess. Because a lot at of the, the tables it. are benches. Yeah. It's, well, especially at, at the Round Rock one. Like half of the they are burn half too. of the seating is just bench, just long tables. Mm. Oh, so it's supposed to be like a community style beer garden kind of feel. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said something on their website about wanting it to be warm and comfortable, like an old vagina. No, they, no, they didn't. They didn't say that first part. Just a, yeah, they probably just the warm vagina, <laughs> just like their ovens. No, <laughs> just crawl in. Oh man, I was thinking about pizza. I was thinking about pizza. I like, like their pizza. The times that I had it at the Burnet one. Wasn't that bad, but I had it recently at the Round Rock one. Yeah, yeah. You guys well, went there, right? This porter's good. The porter is pretty good. Uh, the Blind Jake. Not a fan of their electric jellyfish, but oh, I'm yeah, not a of fan course. of any IPA. So it's really not saying much for me not to be. What a other fan IPAs of that. do they what have? What about their Wet Hop Green Battles? 
I don't know what they that just, is. They just won gold for it, GABF. For, is it an IPA? Yes. I wouldn't like it. I tried it at the uh, Texas Craft Brewery Festival. How was it? It was fine. Better than electric jellyfish? Definitely, because it wasn't electric jellyfish. Maybe it's just guava or passion fruit in there. Something, something just tastes bad to me. And then it's just really thin, which is, I was reading, that's what they were trying to do with their IPAs. Make it like a Pilsner, but also an IPA. Hmm. Like with the Pilsner base, but well, then... at least they're trying to do something different. Yeah. Light which, and which super hoppy. Yeah, they're, yes, exactly. They want to make it light and super hoppy to, so you can drink in like the Texas summer. I, it is definitely unique, and I do think like that you would be able to pick it out relative to other yeah. IPAs pretty yeah, easily. I could, I could Where, like, see that. Before I've said like all IPAs basically taste the same. I feel like electric jellyfish you would actually be able to pick out a line of IPAs because it does have a unique flavor to it. Mm -hmm. I still don't like it, but... Yeah. Now think about it, why do we have IPAs? (laughs) It's like... (laughs) In in the world, or... If you don't get, like, really crazy with it and do... Well, not crazy, but, like, if you don't do, like, hazy or a certain coast style, Mm -hmm. you just do a generic IPA, they all kind of taste the same... That's what I've been saying for like two years now, Joel. Yeah, yeah. Since before we started. And it's just usually overhopped. I'm pretty sure I've said many times, like, line up a set of six standard IPAs, and I bet you can't pick them apart. Yeah, sounds like an op- episode of our podcast. We're going to have to do that sometime. I don't want to do that one. I'll do, like, <laughs> let's do some porters, let's do some pilsners. Yeah. Our second you know. anniversary show. Can we find an IPA that'll make Clint happy? No, you can't. <laughs> Second anniversary, I think we'll be doing Mystery Growlers. Mystery Growlers. We'll see. I don't know. Like Secret Santa thing like we did last time? Sort of, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, IPAs. They also have the hard-to-get Jaguar Shark, which is a barrel-aged Imperial dry Irish stout, which really Mm -hmm. made me hate them because I've tried in the past to get it. It's just, like, impossible unless you line up there at 6 a.m. and they open at noon. (laughs) Because the line wraps around the building. And really? It's just like, yeah. And they make 200 growlers of it. And it's like, you could do, I don't know. Is it only one location they do it at? Have you ever tried Probably. it? No. I've never been able to get it. Hmm. We need someone. The elusive jaguar shark. We need to get friendly with Pine House. What is it again? It's a. elusive <laughs> jaguar Barrel aged. Barrel. You'd, you'd hate it. Yeah. Barrel okay. aged right. imperial dry Irish stout. Yeah. The nope. dry Irish part. If it was an Irish style, it's just a regular. It's just a regular style. Yeah, but uh, I've had some. They, dry they ones make different ones. variants of it as well. Which, they got a dry style in New York, and it was, whew, that was Dowdy? mouth watering dry. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> dry as a <the> desert. <laughs> but why create these super limited beers? It's just like I don't know, creating oh. demand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels phony. Want to try their pepperoni pills? Mmm. <laughs> they, uh, they is it, did. They is did. It Czech style or German style? That's German style, I think. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, are so, you making up? I made that up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there is. There <laughs> is a. There is a pizza party pills. <laughs> okay. Which they. It was a collaboration with somebody else. I can't remember. They had it circle because they've been doing at, this party. No, no. They Perfect. had it at the the Friday night for the Partners in Craft mm. for the Texas oh, that's Craft right. Craft Beer Festival. I, I don't know if any the other guys had it, but it was. It was it was a damn good pills. Yeah, it's like I was surprised pint has it had anything to do with it. Well, I mean, it was mild the, and malty. Hmm. It's good, wonderful, malty. Yeah, uh, 
Okay. It was it was a good pilsner. Yeah. Hmm. It sounds like their style just might not line up with yours. And <laughs> but, so like when they do like a traditional beer, it seems like they they do a good job. Yeah, I've I've had some some good stuff from them. They I had a pale ale, Gone Shorin, which is pretty good. Yeah. It was hoppy but like fruity hops, flavorful hops, not like bitter. Yeah. What kind of fruit? So, to, what kind of fruit do you think it, you got from it? Jackfruit. Oh, you talked about that no. before. Jackfruit. No, no, just regular, like citrus and tropical, maybe. That was also bit. at Partners? No, uh, no, that different. was just at a pint house uh, one time when I went there before. It's like you go a lot, Ross, for a place you don't like. Uh, <laughs> he goes to Fourth Tap all the time, too. And I know. They're always It's open. like the places he goes all the time, he has, like, the most negative shit to fourth say. Fourth Tap's growing on me, though. Yeah, Fourth Tap's not bad. I've had some good stuff from Fourth yeah. Tap. Yep. So Mr. Joe, as he is called on their website... As director of brewing at Pint House, his focus is on beers that are flavorful, complex, and innovative while also being very drinkable. Mm. Their highly drinkable 10.5% fully adrift double IPA and their 6.5% electric jellyfish are two examples. I can see that. I, I just I just talked about that. Yeah. It is through a respect for the craft, both an understanding of the science and the embracement of culture and art <laughs> that they construct their beers at pint house i thought you weren't trying to trigger me Ross. yeah i yeah i didn't i left this unedited where they he describes himself they love to brew beer that they like to drink they loosely adhere to traditional styles when it applies but their main focus is always innovation collaboration and the progression of american craft beer see <laughs> They're saving the world. One pint at a time. Progression of American craft beer. Mm. Although their approach is typically hop forward, they brew beers across many different styles and have been recognized for beers across these many styles at various competitions. I'm just glad they haven't like tried to hop like the, the porter or something like that. Well, the stout had said something about not your typical hops, something like that. Like throwing like super resiny yeah. hops oh. into like a porter or a stout that or something would like be that. Nasty. Like... <laughs> so uh, another person involved is Trevor Huggy Bear Kelly, who is the head brewer at the Round Rock location. Okay. Which is where we got this from. Okay. In two thousand and three he left the cultural hub that is northeast Kansas and <laughs> moved to Arizona. Didn't expect that. No. It was there that he discovered craft beer and instantly loved Colorado, Oregon, and California IPAs. Love carried over into home brewing where he started experimenting and making hoppy beer. Pint House opened its doors and he found what he had been longing for since moving to Austin in 2011. It was a brew pub that offered hot Ford beer focused on aroma and flavor. I feel like I've said this before. <laughs> uh, and after two years of haunting Pint House... Joe, Jacob, and the Pint House crew gave him the opportunity of a lifetime and a chance to marry a passion with an occupation. His mission is to brew delicious, exciting, hoppy beer to share with the world. Mm? Okay. Why? <laughs> Why not? I mean, we've had so many beers, and, and the more I think about it, I'm starting to agree with Clint about the IPAs. Like, you love they them? All kinda, they all kind of taste the same. And it's hard to find something unique unless that there's some different flavor profile in there or they make it, you know, hazy or fruity. And, and though, but those aren't going to, you know, those are kind of more niche too. 
I can't really then, drink hazies, by the way. They they just mess my stomach up. Yeah. Make me feel nauseous. Yeah, I yeah. can understand that. Yeah. But the more I get into it, like stouts, I like imperial um, stouts and porters, mm-hmm. and then I like... Uh, but you dump, don't like dump. sours, right? Or I'm coming around. Okay. Yeah, I used to not like them, but certain ones aren't bad. It's when it's like... I find all When it tastes like it's soured sour. because it's... Oh, so like a farmhouse? Yeah, like a, when it's almost like it, it, I, it's, I, it bread, tastes like it's yeah, been out like, too long and it's soured. Yeah, not that it's I can understand purposely that. soured. That's where I'm no, getting well, at. Well, that is purposely souring, you know, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, it no. still is. Yeah. No, you prefer the blue owl method. To, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anything like a blue kettle sour is... or like a mash sour, not like yeah. a Brett mm, right. or a farmhouse. Some cool yeah. in the gang. Yeah. It's not With lemon zest. With lemon zest. There you go. Oh, my gosh. You know, so you can good. just add lemon zest. I might. I might. That might be my thing from now on. <laughs> you know, blue owl wants to sponsor this podcast. Damn you, Jeff. I wouldn't be against it. <laughs> Jeff is cool as shit. How dare you, sir? How dare you All put that Jeffs into my that mind? All the Jeffs we've met on this, this show. Jeff is, which Jeffrey guy is talking about? Jeff Young, is he's the, the owner, founder of uh, Blue Owl. Anyway, so the Blind Jake, it's a porter, of course. 6% ABV is what this says. The tag on that says five and a half. Okay. So maybe they've chained the recipe a little yep. since then, yeah. since this. So this was a winner of a bronze medal at the 2013 Great American Beer Festival, which I don't know why it hasn't. Who was the silver and who or, was the gold? Was Bill Pickett the gold? That would have been a good. No, they haven't been brewing that long. What does that have to do with anything? Because you can't enter it into GABF if you haven't brewed it yet. Oh, this uh, is. Oh, you said 2013. Sorry, yeah, I, I thought you meant like this year or something like that. No, not this year. All the, well, that's what I was. Oh, that's what I'm curious about. I do like that when they're like, uh, "We won this award." It wasn't six uh, years Texas ago. Beer Company <laughs> didn't win. I know. Well, that's year. a mistake. Are you not allowed to enter your beer every year? See, that's. I, I do you don't have to know. like change your recipe in order? Like no, I, you don't. I, I'm pretty sure you don't have to change your recipe, but you can enter it in different categories, I believe, because I know Live Oak got. Bronze for the Hef yeah. this year as a German wheat beer. But there's a separate category for Hefs. But they didn't enter it in that. I think they've already... Even though they, they won... They be- might have already gotten like, I don't it. understand how that works. Like, Yeah, if you win gold or in the category, you might not be able to enter that beer again. I'm not sure. Oh, that seems fair. If anybody out there knows, you can let us know. And maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe you'll talk about it. So, uh... So, Joel, you must not like this porter. Oh, well, you guys all of a sudden started going. <laughs> We're playing? We're playing the game? I don't... I don't this, the game's this here to be played, Joel. I don't know what you're talking about, I feel man. like you were pretty even for a while there. You play to win the game. Otherwise, why play at all? So, so Blind Jake, I don't think I actually talked about it here. Oh, okay. This is Jake I, I, one I, of the peeps? One of the six? Jake, it was named after a bootlegger from the Prohibition era that sold illegal hooch to a speakeasy owned by the grandfather of two of the owners of Pint House Pizza. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Or, I like that. Yeah. That's, that's really actually pretty cool. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. So they say it's the Blind Jake is a beautiful cross between a robust and a brown porter, features rich chocolate malt notes and a pleasant herbal hop character. I get a bit of the herbal hop. I don't know but that I, I wouldn't do. say I'm glad that bit. it's not like super in your face. I'd be worried if this aged, that um, herbal taste would taste like pickle. I don't think it would. 
But I don't know that it works that way, Joel. <laughs> There's always a danger of that, I guess. Is that one of your accidental sours that you don't yeah, want to Yeah, I don't want it to sit out. That's yeah. why you need to drink it within 48 hours, and you also need it to be... Well, that's um, just a good rule. Not as hot as the growler. deserts. What? Uh, <laughs> is that what the tag says? No, uh, it right? says, uh, for optimal freshness, please keep me out of sunlight and at moderate temperatures. I think warmer than a Russian winter, but cooler than Hawaii. Not so cold that you need to be wearing thermal underwear, but cold enough to require long pants. You definitely need to be wearing pants. <laughs> hey, pants on, please. Pants on. Uh, oh, I don't. Says I don't, you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't agree with that. <laughs> I don't know. When I'm at home drinking beer, I don't normally have pants on, so yeah. <laughs> that's between me and the beer. We'll get close to three beers of this, right? Yeah, we no, we should definitely get three, at least three 12 ounce pours out of this. The glasses we Eight are using pints. are technically more than a pint. They are so 20 ounce glasses. They are. 20, oh, really? Yeah, these are 20 ounce glasses. Yeah, but it leaves the you... small glasses are 16 ounce glasses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was looking at one of the glasses that I have. Uh, one of the three beers and glasses that I have at home, and it it looks like the same glass that I bought at Nomadic, like same size, same shape, and everything. <laughs> I just happened to open my cupboard, and it was right there, so I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, they put a porter out today. It was funny. I got home, and like an hour later, they posted something about a porter, and I was like, oh, well, I probably wouldn't have driven down there, but it was nice that they put it out. Yeah, like, right no, when they're, I, they're they're pretty far south. Yeah, it was like right when they, when I got home, and like an hour later, they posted. I'm like, really. One of four places in Austin you can get a porter right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They I wish more places had Joel's like maybe who's, not year round, but probably the next month or two, right? Mm, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I think last year it was really hard to find one even in January. Mm, that's true. I remember last year we were, we're trying, in, I was trying to find something. We're in Austin. They just make IPAs all the time. That is true. I mean? Yeah. What other information do we have about this beer? That's about it for this beer. I had some stuff about the Bearded Seal, which was their 2017 gold medal winner. Ooh. What, what kind of beer was that again? And, but they didn't have that? It was uh, their stout. That's their stout. Yeah, mm. no. Which apparently the director of brewing was really adamant of always having a stout on the menu. And, uh, they didn't have so they that. said this is supposed to have a lot of chocolate and yeah. a floral note to it? Herbal. Herbal. Sorry. Yeah. So earthy. That's from... That's, yeah, it, uh, well, I guess that could be the coffee, right? Yeah, maybe. Your stouts and your porters are generally going to have an herbal hop, an really? herbal flavor. That's what we do with our wee heavy too. So. Yeah, mm. the chocolatey. Mm. It's not. It's not bold. Like I, I was hoping this would be bold, but then I guess it'd be more of a stout if it was like that, right? Yeah. So this is today. Although it's just, porters it's and stouts, there's not a big difference. Yeah, but. Porters are basically your light stouts, right? Yeah. Easy drinking stouts. Easy. There you go. But that's just what they've become. There are guidelines in the BJCP, which for I have here for the brown porter. Milder, sweeter form of porter than the robust porter, but not as mild as a brown ale. So it's a touch darker, roastier, maybe heavier than a brown. Brown porters typically have more complex caramel flavors and less of a roasted flavor than robust porters. Mm. Although this says it's a mixture between a brown and a robust. So mm. history porters originated in England from a blend of beers known as entire, which we've. Mm. I think we talked about this a little bit on the second episode. But since that was Porticulture? 70, almost 80 episodes ago, I think we can talk about it again. Just a little bit. Porterculture? Was that the Porterculture episode? Yeah, episode? yeah okay. that was Porterculture. 
Yeah. I saw they, they had that too, and I was going to get it, but I was like, well, we already had them. Yeah, we have had that. Yeah. So it seems like most porters are like chocolate, coffee. Yeah. Herbal. Porter culture was dark fruit, right? Well, Tony noticed some some raisin. He says, ap- but it said yeah. it on the can, right? I feel like we yeah, talked about raisins. It was a purple can. Yeah, yeah, we talked about raisins. It might have. That. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it can have some dark fruit flavored. I just thought that one was easy to drink. I, w- I thought it would be heavier, but you know. Yeah, and they can This it, one is, is yeah. surprising. Mm-hmm. Anyway, porters originated in England. Blend of beers known as an entire. It's a uh, like an insult. Made of, made of sour ale, brown ale, and weak ale. Hmm. So they were beers of varying age mixed together. The resulting blend became quite popular with transport workers also known as porters in central London in the late 1700s. The beer became so popular that it led to an excess in some cases. One article reports that a huge vat of porter... Oh, I'll talk about this later. Excess in consumption. Yes. Not like leftover excess. <laughs> no, no, no. Excesses. <laughs> okay. Well, c- consumption and production. I don't know. So they were just like doing more like beer cocktails Sort of, Back they would then, like they were doing mix mixology basically with bold beer. and uh, like black I, and bold. Or? I think it was yeah, just so they didn't black have and to. Tan. I think mm. they were just that one. It was just so they didn't have to throw it away. Mm. They would mix old beer with new beer, and so and then this was your this was your beer that you paid very little for. Or it sounds like maybe they were mixing multiple old beers to get like a full cask of beer to yeah. serve people. So, but I, I touched upon or avoided touching upon. Whoa, uh, who are you touching? Well, Cutter's not here, so nobody. Oh, okay. Aww. So there was the Great London Beer Flood. Hmm. In the early 19th century, the Mo Brewery, spelled M-E-U-X for some reason. French. Uh, was one of the two largest in London, along with Whitbread, which I don't think is around anymore, but you can still buy their yeast. So Mo's father, which uh, the the guy that started it was was named Mo. Uh, that was his last name. Mo's father, Richard Mo, Sir Richard Mo, had previously co-owned the Griffin Brewery on Liquor Pond Street. This all sounds made up. This is not. So Sir Richard, Sir Mo? Richard Mo, is that like Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Okay. Was he knighted? Same, pre- he has to defend the Queen if she's same, ever attacked. Is it like the same level of prestige though? Like, ah, uh, there's a lot more Sirs than there are Matthew McConaughey's so. Academy Award winner Matthew. Yeah. McConaughey's. Are there Mams? Is there what it, would be it's the Dames? Dames. Like, oh, I guess Judy Dames. Didn't really hear. Dame. Oh, okay. I've never really heard. Dame, Dame names, yeah, but yeah. I guess what? <laughs> there are not lady knights except uh, Brienne, yeah, of Tarth. Brienne of Tarth. Exactly, she earned that. She's yeah. a badass. Yeah, she was. I didn't think she was going to last very long, but then I was like, oh, I Sapphire grew Isles. What? Yeah, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Yeah. 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 Anyway, but so Sir Richard Moe had that brewery on Liquor Pond Street, which is now Clerkenwell Road. This sounds like bad not, lips. Not as, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it Clerkenwell? Clerkenwell. So they're, they're doing a good job clerking on that yeah. road, I guess, huh? They're, well, they're doing well. Well, they from, they well lickers. From, they went from licking to clerking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Next it's going to be twerking. <laughs> so in his brewery, he had constructed the largest vat in London, capable of holding 20,000 imperial barrels, which this whole... Th- 
thing while I was researching it. There's Imperial and then there's the regular American way. There's Imperial gallons and then just gallons. Oh, measurement. Yeah, an Imperial gallon is like 1.2 gallons. Well, that's just stupid. It's Imperial, you know. You know how they, you know how the British do it. I like saying like, "Oh, I understand the metric system is a better system." But fuck you. <laughs> so Henry Moe, which he's the one that owned the Moe Brewery, emulated his father's large vat and constructed a wooden vessel 22 feet tall and capable of holding 18,000 imperial barrels. How, How many stones yours? is that? Um, <laughs> I looked it up. Actually, it's, it's a lot. It's I don't know. I can't remember. It's gotcha. funny that you said stones because... Uh, I was watching this new wrestling outfit okay. this week, and uh, a guy was from uh, England, and they said that when they do the weight, they say, like, your height and, and all yeah. these stats, and then his weight, it was, like, three stones or something. I was like, I've never heard that That's... as a measurement. You've never heard that? <laughs> it was, yeah. It maybe it wasn't three, three stones. No, it, it can't be, yeah. because... He he would be uh, forty two pounds. Okay, so maybe it was like I don't know twelve stones or something. <laughs> Sixteen stone is like two hundred and four. Okay, so it was probably around that because you know wrestlers are about two of five and up. Ooh, skinny wrestlers. You, this new, yeah yeah this skinny you, guy. Was you were watching five, a new ten. wrestling outfit. Yeah, there's a new group that wrestles now. AEW. Mm. Oh, oh, so what's his WWE. name? Jericho's new Yeah, Chris wrestling. Jericho has a new wrestling league group. Yeah, a league, yeah. <laughs> you would have called okay. it a league. It is kind of a league. They're supposed to be doing scoring, but I don't... I've been watching. They haven't really shown a lot of the... Uh, like, it's wrestling. It's fake anyway. Records. It's not like... Like, the stuff they do is real, right? Like, not like they actually don't physically harm each other as much. Well, the as only stuff that's not to. fake is the hardcore matches. Like, uh, their first or second pay-per-view, so they, they had a guy... I've never seen this before... He had a skateboard. He pulled. He's, he was a known as a skater, <laughs> and he pulls up a skateboard with tacks on the other side of it. Jumps uh-huh. off the belt onto someone's back, and those are real tacks. They're not fake. They're not rubber. They're not anything. They're real metal tacks. And I've heard guys talk about it, and they say it hurts like hell. But that but, doesn't seem legal. Yeah. Why? Well, it's a hardcore match, so you can do whatever. You can bring it's, weapons. <laughs> yeah, yeah you can bring that's. Weapons. Yeah, the so, most infamous case. Well, keep going, Joel. So t- tacks just they're. They, they they poke you obviously and they, they sting. Yeah. But it's one of these things where you're all muscle and it's poking like a hundred attacks in your back. Yeah. So it just it, it overwhelms your system where it hurts. Yeah. But it's not gonna do anything. It's not gonna kill you. But you see sometimes you're just like, it's like you'll a see something like don't allergy test. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll see matches where you're like like one of my favorites and I got into the wrestler and he was doing a cage match and he pulled out a bag of tacks and I was like I was like, I hadn't watched wrestling since I was a kid. When I thought when I was a kid, I thought tacks were fake. Yeah. And then he pulled them out, and Jericho was in that match, actually. And he threw Jericho on the tacks, or, or him on the tacks, one or the other. And then he got up immediately, and there's this blood coming out of his back. And he, he's showing pain, which he's obviously in some pain, but it's not as bad as you would think it is. And then he talked about it afterwards. He had to pull out 42 tacks out of his back out yeah. of the match. <laughs> and they had to do that it was, individually um, with, like, pliers. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the guy... I forget. Big who the, show. No, no, no. Mankind. Mankind. Oh, okay. Oh, off the, the hell of the cell? It, he, well, the same thing happened to him. Like, he pulled out a bag of tacks, yep. he poured them on the <laughs> ring, and then he got, like... Tombstone. It was reversal or whatever. Right. Like, he was going to slam the other guy, and yeah. then he reversed it and then got slammed. Ouch. And then he also did a thing where he, like, was on top of the cage, and, like, he got slammed down through the cage all the way down to the, the floor, and, like... Yeah. I mean, it hospitalized him, yeah, but... Yeah. 
you know. He wasn't supposed. It wasn't supposed to collapse like that. Because now they made him hard, where the guys will actually will climb up on the cage. Yeah, that scares the like shit Vega? out of me. No, but that's what they did. They'll be on top of the cage, and it's like I'm, a couple of seasons ago. It was on top of the cage, and it was I'm, like at yeah. the very top of the rafters on top of the cage. Like I, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Is like yeah. they had climbed up on top. And then he got like choke slammed or something down through yeah. the top of the cage. I can't remember if he was supposed to break through the top layer and land on the second one, or if he was like he wasn't supposed to go through it at all. Yeah, that was yeah. The, that was the and thing. And he got choke slammed, and he just went. All the way back down yeah. to the mat, and it's just like crazy what happened to that guy. Yeah, yeah. And you see, you see stuff like accidental stuff. Like there's two girls Sable? recently. One that's kind of a stable character. She uh, has this thing yeah, called the character. lady's right, and it's the right punch to the face. But she's connected <laughs> a couple times and knocks some girls pretty hard. I thought you're not allowed to use a closed fist, like actual punch. I don't know. It, yeah, it's it's kind of like a slap. Like, oh, okay. I think I don't know. I thought it was always funny. I always use an example. But The Rock was, when he was blowing up in wrestling, he went on yeah. extra. And there was a guy, there was a pretty good sized yeah, guy. Yeah. Aaron interviewed him. He was like, wrestling is fake. He's like, oh, yeah, it's scripted. Oh. And he's like, so can we wrestle? He's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, all right, let's do some moves. They're throwing against the ropes. And then he's like, all right, I want you to hit me like you would in wrestling. And oh, he's like, oh, okay. No. And he you hit know. him. He knocked him out. Yeah. And he's like, because you're not expecting it. You're not a wrestler and all this right. stuff. And it's like, you, you still could get knocked out if you don't do it right. So I've seen people like land on their necks. Guy. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like the stuff they're doing is meant to like. Like, they do things to try to minimize the damage, but there yeah, is if right. you're not, some if you're not hitting another wrestler, it's, yeah, he's not yeah. going to react the way that he's supposed to, to get hurt less. Yeah. So, Henry Moe emulated his father's large vat, which we had talked about, <laughs> and constructed a wooden vessel 22 feet tall, capable of holding 18,000 imperial barrels, <laughs> which an imperial barrel is 35 gallons, I believe, which is... A little bit more than a barrel. barrel. Yes. So, uh, always got to yeah. be imperial, man. Always yeah, got to be better than everyone else. So, they only brewed porter at this brewery because huh. that's what people wanted and that's what people drank. Is um, this the start of porters or is this the height no, of the population? This is, no, this is just when it was very popular. Okay. But it was the, the most popular alcoholic drink in the capital at the time. Even more popular than gin, if you could believe. Really? That's not in here, but I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> this is a uh, Ross fact. So, Ross yeah, fact. Ross fact. So, Moe & Co., as it was <laughs> as it Co. was known, yeah, brewed 102,493 imperial barrels in the 12 months up to July 1812. Porter was left in large vessels to mature for several months or up to a year for the best quality versions. At the rear of the brewery ran New Street a small cul-de-sac that joined to uh, another street. It, it was within the St. Giles Rookery, which the... Rooker, the what now? The St. Giles Rookery. <laughs> the Rookery. Which covered an area of eight acres and was a perpetually decaying slum, seemingly always on the verge of social and economic collapse. Someone described the St. Giles Rookery as a rendezvous of the scum of society. You'll never find a more wretched hive of scum <laughs> and villainy. There you go. Um, I like the a, name, though. A rookery, huh? Yeah. What kind of, what kind of uh, birds were they uh, growing in? Like griffins or like... Uh, it was 
Well, there he, was a Griffin his dad his, his dad did own Griffin Brewery, so eh, probably, yeah. Huh. Okay. I see it. So, but around 4.30 in the afternoon of October 17th of 1814, George okay. Crick, Moe's storehouse clerk. I think I know that guy. Yeah. He saw that one of the 700-pound iron bands around a vat had slipped. Uh-oh. The 22-foot tall vessel was filled to within four inches or 10 centimeters of the top, which held... 3,555 imperial barrels of 10-month-old porter, weighing approximately 32 long tons, which <laughs> long, long ton is a little bit... More than a ton? Yes. You said ton, not tongue, right? Ton. No, ton. No yeah. G in ton. There. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many stones that is. Um, but as the, as the band slipped off the vats two or three times a year, Crick was unconcerned. He told his supervisor about the problem but was told that no harm whatever would ensue. Crick was told to write a note to Mr. Young, who was one of the partners of the brewery, and have it fixed later. An hour after the hoop fell off, Crick was standing on a platform 30 feet, or 9.1 meters, <laughs> from the vat, holding the note to Mr. Young when the vessel, with no indication at all, burst. Force of the liquids released knocked the tap from a neighboring, neighboring vat, which also began spewing its contents. Several hogsheads of porters were also destroyed. What's a hogshead? a measurement? It's two barrels. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's still a barrel, but it's just... Uh, I'm just imagining the story as how they came up with that number. Yeah. It's about two hogsheads. Yeah. <laughs> like a Boston accent. <laughs> yeah. It's two barrels. It's a hogshead. Um, but yeah, so, so all that and their contents were added to the flood. Between 128,000 and 322,000 imperial gallons were released. Force of the liquid destroyed the rear wall of the brewery. It was 25 feet high and two and a half bricks thick, the wall. (laughs) Uh, The wave of Porter was about 15 feet high, swept into New Street, where it destroyed two houses and badly damaged two others. uh, And then some people died. Eight people actually died. Alcohol poisoning? No, which actually a paper later, I think like 100 years later or something, talked about it. Maybe not 100 years later, but but afterwards they, they talked about how there was revelry in the streets and much drunkenness and there was somebody who died of alcohol poisoning. But that didn't happen. That was just a story that they made up afterwards. Fake news. Yeah. That was fake news. That if you're saying the story was made yes. up, that pretty much is fake news. It was. And and the thing is, one of the reasons that somebody gave was because the neighborhood was mostly Irish immigrants and the people hated the Irish immigrants. So if that happened, they would have been more stories at the time talking about that. But and we don't Irish want the Irish. Yeah, decrying the, the Irish and their drunkenness. Hmm. But since there weren't stories of it, then it probably didn't happen. Um, I was just thinking that that someone might get alcohol Mm. poisoning from being like, you know. In the flood? In the flood. Yeah, most of those people died. Hey, Cutter. What's going on, Ross? Have you heard of Hops for Houses? No. Oh, well, Hops for Houses is an upcoming craft beer festival. It's actually a fundraising event supporting the house that Beer built, which is a collaboration between Habitat for Humanity of Williamson County and the craft brewing community. 
The goal is to come together to build a home for a local family. The festival plans to feature beers from over 25 craft breweries from all over Central and North Texas. So, I live in Central and North Texas. Yeah. So uh, better luck next time, South Texas. But a uh, festival will also feature a silent auction, live music, food trucks, and more. And, of course, some of the best craft beer in Texas. So when's it take place? Oh yeah. Oh hey, 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 Ross. When is it? When is, when is this happening? <laughs> it, it's it's taking place Saturday, February 29th from noon to seven p.m. You could just say leap day. Yeah, leap day, at the Williamson County Expo Center in Taylor, Texas. So if you want to go, a general admission ticket will set you back twenty bucks. I want to go. If you buy it before January 29th. After that is thirty bucks on the line and thirty five dollars at the door. So, but your your ticket includes entrance to the event, eight sample tickets, and a commemorative tasting cup. Each sample ticket is redeemable for a three ounce pour, which is in accordance which is in oh accordance my. with TABC code. I don't know why the I don't know. Anyway. Two ounces, man. Or you can buy a VIP ticket. Those are going to set you back $65 before January 29th. $75 after that, and they're only available on the line. And there are only 100 of those available. So what do you say, looks oh, like, you say on the line? Looks like they will go fast. Online? On the, yeah, on the line. But with your VIP ticket, you can get in an hour early. Uh, VIP parking access to the VIP lounge, which has compliment- a lot of VIP access, which has complimentary v- VIP beer tastings <laughs> and catering, mm. uh, and plus you get a commemorative pint glass. So it sounds like a pretty good deal. And if you're getting there an hour early, that's uh, you'll if it's be done anything an like hour the, early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if it's anything partners like the craft. yeah t- partners in craft or the Texas Craft Brewing Festival. Being there before everybody else is is a good it's deal. worth it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yes. it really is. And tickets are on sale now. If you're wondering, Cutter, so I you, looked it you up might, yesterday. I'm actually. waiting to see if we have media passes. <laughs> you might say who's who's coming so far. Who's well, coming so uh, far? Right? Three beers in, we'll be there. So Fourth <laughs> Tap, Barrel Brewing, that, yeah. Barking Armadillo, Bear King, Blue Bonnet, Family yeah. Business, Hops and Grain, Red Horn, Coffee House, and Brewing. Coffee House and Brewing. Red Horn. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah, Red Horn. It was a weird way, to, weird way to pause there. Yeah, it was. Uh, Wrench Brewery, <laughs> San Gabriel River Brewery, Save the World Brewing, Texas Beer Company, mm, Save the World, Zilker, mm. and Whitestone will be there. Ooh, fuck yeah. those guys. <laughs> especially Kevin. Yeah, especially yeah. Kevin. Yeah. We, yeah, Brian's can... cool. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> shout out to Brian and uh... Brian England. Yeah. Uh, you can find more information at https colon forward slash forward slash williamsonhabitat dot org forward slash hops for houses forward slash. Props if you typed all of that in, yeah. <laughs> or you can bing it. Google hops for houses. Pay attention to future episodes, though, because we'll probably be talking to some of those people. Oh, that looks so good at the bottom. Oh, look at that. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it does that. When it co- yeah, that, I love that. That Guinness t- kind of separation. Yeah. It's not doing it anymore. Oh. You, when you can <laughs> but when see the, the, the beer comes out of, or the CO2 comes rapidly out of the beer, There's you can see it toilet. separating. Well, no, it's not doing it anymore. But, uh, yeah, no, they it's, it, they... Anybody in the the wave, the tsunami, the Porter tsunami kind of 
They died. Porter Nami. Porter Nami. Land around the building was low-lying and flat with insufficient drainage. The beer flowed into cellars, many of which were inhabited, and people were forced to climb on furniture to avoid drowning. Uh, I don't believe everybody did avoid the drowning in the cellars. But all those in the brewery survived, although three workmen had to be rescued from the rubble. The area surrounding the rear of the brewery showed a scene of desolation that presents a most awful and terrific appearance, equal to that which fire or earthquake may be supposed to occasion, as somebody said. I don't know who. Anyway, a watchman at the brewery charged people to view the remains of the destroyed beer vats, and several hundred spectators came to view the scene. Who watches the watchman? That's the question. Hmm. So apparently they lined the bodies out in the yard, or their families lined the bodies out in the yard of the destroyed brewery, and the public came to see them and donated money for their funerals. And apparently there was an inquest into wrongdoing, I guess, and the incest inquest. Oh, oh, now you're not in. You're not interested now. <laughs> yeah. uh, the jury returned a ver- verdict that the eight that had lost their lives had lost their lives casually, accidentally, and by misfortune. I mean, they didn't accidentally, I don't know, but I guess it was an accident, but it was an act of God, basically, and Mo and Co. did not have to pay for compensation. Sounds corrupt. Yeah. The disaster, the lost porter, the damage to the buildings, and the replacement of that cost the company 23,000 pounds. But they were able to petition... Not not imperial pounds? No, just regular pounds? pounds. Sterling, maybe. Pounds sterling. I don't know at the time. Uh, They petitioned Parliament to recover 7,250 pounds from the taxes that they had already paid on their porters. They call it uh, excise taxes. Because they just lost all the fucking Yeah, but it saved them from bankruptcy. As a result of the accident, the large wooden tanks were phased out across the brewing industry and replaced with lying concrete vessels. But where are they now? Uh, They closed down in like 1961, I believe. Uh, Really? But they they still, they opened up a new brewery. Called Moenco? Yeah. They, in the and I, I believe they, same building or the in, area? There, and then they moved uh, a few in the years Rookery? later. Yeah. With the Griffins? Yeah. That's okay. awesome. Well, and how what, else are you going to deliver your porter? Where, where at? Uh, in, it's the best where, way where, to do where, it. Where was this at? London. London. Okay. The There's no place London like London. London. Yeah. There's a hole in the world. <laughs> like a big black pit filled That's with people story. who are filled with shit and the <laughs> vermin and the world inhabited. But you know what? Pine House will not flood your street, and Pine House will not kill you if you go there. Well, it might kill I you if you drink enough so, of it. But. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you drink a lot of it. If you drink a lot of it. If you drown yourself in the. Uh, drown yourself in Porter. Mm. There are worse ways, you know? Yeah. Like drowning in an IPA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Electric jellyfish. Uh, or by jellyfish. Electrifying. <laughs> Maybe we should start a brewery, Ross, and we'll put everything in wooden casks <laughs> instead of you kegs. You hate that. You Not hate barrel no, aged. Barrel aged because it's like you're putting oh, it in a you're, bourbon you're like barrel. Fresh wood. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it the complication of it or is the flavor that it becomes? He just hates the bourbon, I, I guess. Oh, I, hate the bur- I hate whiskey. I'm not a whiskey fan. Yeah. But the beer tastes pretty good. Yeah, is the, it too the much? Wee Heavy is great before you put it in the goddamn barrel. <laughs> you don't like it after? No. Well, I, no, I did like the last batch because yeah, the last it wasn't batch as strong. We mixed it up. I never yeah. felt like it was ever. It. 
that bad. The first batch we did was way too strong. Wait, so it we have a, did you have that at Cutter's thing? Only fuckheads like Cutter. Or was it the brown? What did you have at Cutter's? It was a wheat. Oh, the, the, the wit? Oh, uh, no, or that was wasn't just, a wit. That was just oh. a wheat beer. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was good. That one was good. I would <laughs> like to do a sour that we... Um, yeah, I would like to do that as well. That we just do a... A, a sour mash. A sour mash. Yeah. We have to be able to keep the temperature consistent, though. Jeff would be so proud. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds complicated. Maybe. I think he's already proud of us, man. I don't know. Jeff he seemed from proud. Blue. Jeff, Jeff Young, yeah, from Blue Owl. Blue Owl. Oh, did you saw him at Partners? Or no, did you see no. Days? No, we saw him at the on Saturday. Texas yeah, beer not, oh, cool. not a lot of the brewers were there on that Friday. Yeah, it was just there were a few. And you remember you guys on Saturday when you saw him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we saw Jeff Young. We saw Ryan uh, from Whitestone. From Whitestone. Uh, we saw Kevin. From Kevin from Whitestone. Kevin's good the people. One I saw. Good I people. Don't think I saw Ryan. Yeah, Kevin was at the booth. And also, Chris Gray, who was their old brewer. And then talk to Orf. Who, talk to Flavor Dave. Lots of people are talking to Orf. I didn't see Flavor Dave. It's uh, Chris uh, Gray is uh, head brewer at well, Lake Austin Ales. What, what's the guy at Circle? Ben. Uh, is oh, it Ben. Ben. Yeah. yeah. I like Ben. I, I ben thought cool, I thought yeah. Ben was really cool. Um, Kevin. Uh, wait, who's again from Blue Owl? Kevin. Jeff. 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 I, I thought Jeff was great. Um, and yeah, everyone's. You know, I don't remember Whitestone very much, but <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, God, I blacked no, out those, so quickly. Yeah, everybody's everybody's really pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ryan was was totally fine with that. Yeah, sleep on the couch. Yeah, there you go. He's like, did it? Kevin say something? About now that? they don't like, have that barrel the... room though. Yeah, now they don't have their couch anymore. So you don't, you lost your sleeping spot. Weren't they expanding to something else? They, they yeah, that no, is the expansion they, they, part expanded. of it. They're still, I think they're still expanding Going to, to, yeah. to brew out of that spot. Or what do they do I with that spot? Is yeah, I think, more of the restaurant. I think is it or brewing or more seating? I don't. I think a I combination of both. Maybe, yeah. I, big, I, it huh? would be hard to like open that to the the general tap room because there's you have to go through the brewery but, to get there. But you just knock that say, wall down. If you knock that wall down, it just yeah. it up and makes an L shape. I think kinda. he told Joel, us the, those are load bearing walls. <laughs> also, they're rent leasing. They can't. I don't know. Oh. But they are expanding their production, right? Yeah, they are yeah, expanding yeah. their production. Oh, also, yeah, they switched. Uh, and I think I may have convinced them to put some, put some cans into yeah, my local H-E-B. I don't know. No, I, I don't think I did. <laughs> Kevin was not on board. Like He's like, but we have him this other H-E-B. That's not my H-E-B, yeah, Kevin. Yeah, you have this one. Yeah, but we should just the like, one that I go to. So they, they just contracted with Brown Distributing. Yeah. So they should be in more spots now. Yeah. Brown but is a big distributor. I feel distributor. like they were in a lot of spots to begin with. So Yeah. So I, so, I, not yeah. in Pflugerville. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. I've seen them in a lot of places. It, I feel like they used to be in that HEB. They but. did use... Well, that's one of the two that they lost, right? Yeah. I don't know if they lost it or they just pulled back, pulled out of it because only you were buying it there. I guess. Yeah, only I was buying What is your HEB... <laughs> and you uh, weren't buying any Lovely Day IPA. So, no, so. I wasn't buying any Lovely Day Why IPA. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I feel like we weren't talking about anything. We were just kind of... <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my favorite stuff, just to go from story to story. Yeah, we well, you know, we were talking about Texas Craft Breweries Festival a little bit. Yeah, well, more than we did last time, right? I don't think we talked no, about it. No, we talked, we about, talked about it, about it uh, yeah, this is, quite a bit yeah, last time. Did yeah. we? This is a refresher for, for people. Yeah. Recap. Kneecap. Kneecap. Re- recap the, the kneecap. <laughs> I like the festival a lot. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a lot of fun. I. Yeah. 
needed a break in the middle of it, though. They, I think like we somewhere about... inside with air conditioning. I think we talked about last time. We should just, just we should just hung out somewhere. inside of Blue Owl's uh, oh, yeah. tent and just like it. ate fruit. And <laughs> we, I think we hey, talked about last time. You guys got more fruit? We had a whole cantaloupe. <laughs> I think we talked about last time. That Do you we guys should... have more fruit or not? <laughs> but I think that you you guys were onto something. They should change the date because it's maybe like a couple yeah, late, weeks, a little bit later, a couple weeks year. earlier than when it should like be. Like right now would have been. Yeah, but right now okay. it's ACL, so then they would have to put it to like You're right. the back half. Like early October. November would be nice because uh, uh, it starts to get a little bit cooler around uh, yeah. Halloween, and then but then sometimes. you get you get worst fest. Oh, that's true. Your worst fest. Yeah, you're right. There's not a lot of times because you get the holidays, and then you got January, February. What is my? I don't know. Great March, April. Oh yeah, South by May. March. <laughs> you can do it April. Well, then you get showers, raining, yeah. And stuff. And it's still going to be kind of fucked. We're, it rained today, Joel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't keep people out. I was busy on the road, and then when I got, I went to Torchy's over in Mueller, and uh, it's packed. It was like one o'clock. People there from ACL and other stuff. Ugh. Yeah, that's funny to hear people yeah. talk about. Uh, like, who are you going to see? And I see Billy English, or I don't know. Yeah, and then and somebody, Billy, somebody said Billy English. I so, tried to listen to her yeah. music for like ten Billy, seconds and it, I like, shut it off. It's not Billy English. I thought it was Billy English. No, B i l l i English. No, it's not, it's Billy, but it's not English. It's like Elish or something like yeah. that. Oh, Elish. Yeah, she can't even spell English right. She <laughs> um. <laughs> <It> is English. <laughs> Maybe that's confusion. Yeah. Um, I couldn't even listen to it for like 10 seconds. I was like, what is it? You're turning like, into cynical old yeah, man. This like, music is shit. No, it, yeah. it is. <laughs> I like Bill Burr's joke. This isn't music. <laughs> Do they know that cashews come from a fruit? Do they know that cashews come from fruit? <laughs> music in my day, they had long hair. They dressed like women. <laughs> His new special is pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, Clint hit him that. A third time? <laughs> yeah. Go for three. Well, that's someone's got to do we it. Were drinking it, so it's the name of the. Yeah. It's almost like we got a podcast. This might be a better pour than my first pour. Looks pretty good. It is pretty good. It was up to the top. That was nice, like over the top. That's like the secret. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, that's the secret to winning any <laughs> beer pouring competition or arm wrestling. Arm wrestling. Was... Arm wrestling and beer pouring. It's, <laughs> it's also also the secret to child custody battles. Going over the top? Yeah, go over the top. Like a top rope? Like over the top wrestling no, rope? over the top. Oh. Over the thumb. Over the top. Oh, like arm uh, wrestling. Arm wrestling. Yes. <laughs> if you're a if good only... arm wrestling, you'll get custody of your child. That's that's the rule. That's what over the top taught me. That sounds like something that was in the 1700s. <laughs> that or you just called the other person a witch and then they were like, all right, they're a witch. I guess it was the 80s. Gonna burn them. Can't prove it right or She's wrong. She's a witch. <laughs> Well, she turned me into a newt. <laughs> I got better. I got better. Mm. What also floats? <laughs> Very small rocks. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Is this from that That's church? Show, uh... Uh, churches. <laughs> lead, lead. Is this from that Canadian show? On no, it's, uh, from, uh, it's from Monty Python and Monty the Holy Grail. Yeah. Which you exactly. should know. The, yeah, you should know. I've only watched uh, one scene from that, and it was actually in high school. Was it? The I Black don't know Knight? why our teacher showed us Black Knight mm-hmm. scene. I don't remember. You should go go watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, 
Do you prefer Blazing Saddles or one of the Monty Python movies? I'd probably watch Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles is easier to rewatch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although I've seen Holy Grail many times. More times than when than Joel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen Blazing Saddles. I haven't even really watched I've Blazing probably Saddles, seen yeah, Wait, Holy Grail more times than Blazing Saddles. Have you ever seen Blazing Saddles? I've it's, watched clips. It's good. My dad had it on the other day. I think I, but I caught like the end like literally the end of it. Oh man. They I think when they're they walking off the horse the, oh, No, yeah. they they couldn't I'm surprised they still show it today. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think we Blazing talked Saddles. about that last time. Yeah. Blazing Saddles and There's a lot of stuff that came a lot of I stuff didn't get a rump out of that guy. <laughs> I saw like there's a lot of stuff he can't do. Like I was talking to the guy today and he, he said Can't that, say that on television. He said it's actually you could remake that today. He's like, I know it's it's just retarded. And I was like, I'm glad you said the word retarded. <laughs> Say it all the time. Yeah. But Play. you can't say it about retarded people. Yeah. You yeah. say it about your friends when they're acting retarded. Yeah. Which they're not acting <laughs> retarded, but they're acting foolish. But you just right. call it retarded because that's what you do <laughs> because they're retards. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's better than saying everything's gay, which is what we used to do. and. I always avoided that when I was younger, but I know a lot of people used to say that. I've been watching stuff. Uh, hey. Go watch. Oh, go watch the Boondocks. Yeah. I, I restarted watching Entourage, and they they use the You're gay, and they use the f word. And the, I'm on four or five episodes. Oh. in. They use I was it like, like, yeah, you could just say that. Every e- but, episode. But you're yeah. talking about a different f word. Yeah, and it, it throws you off because you're not yeah, used that, to it. That one, that's kind of yeah. yeah. That that is for me personally. I don't know why, but that's probably the one word I can't even imagine saying to anybody. But you know that is the N word, obviously. Yeah. You know, back in the, well, it's still I I guess you could still say today it is, but a bundle of sticks was a faggot. So, yes, and that was the F word that you're talking about. So but, so was so, a cigarette at, at one well, point. Well, that, yeah, that was a fag. But weren't they both but, sexual in the windows? But, but the thing is, they burned homosexuals at the stake. Mm. With a bundle of faggots, they well, or they were likened to pieces of wood that you would just burn. Is that yeah. truly like wh- how that term became associated? That's with why it's that's offensive. What I, that's what I have heard. That's why it's offensive. Apparently, that, I could be wrong. It's not because it's the meaning word. It's because of it that. is. It is. Things yeah. are things are awful. Yeah, because I knew about the uh, the things the are bund- awful. I knew the bundle <laughs> of sticks, but I didn't know the demeaning version of that until Everything like a couple years ago. <laughs> when you're part of a team, yeah, <laughs> part of a thing of sticks. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> apparently, but it is funny when you watch old stuff and they say things. You're just like, you can't. It throws you off at for a half sec. You're yeah. like, no, I get it. Ugh. Especially when I was watching Entourage and they just oh, yeah. throw it out like it was nothing. <laughs> and I was like, not... and I was like, wait a minute, it throws you off because you don't expect it at all. Yeah, like you expect maybe gay, like maybe gay. I don't out, but they people go to watch Entourage. Mm. <laughs> I just didn't move. I wanted to watch yeah, it over again. No, um, over again. Oh yeah, yeah you <laughs> should go watch. You both. need to go watch Blazing Saddles, and you need to go watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Holy Grail or Life of Brian. Yeah. I've heard a lot. I feel like Life of Ryan is one I that think you is would, you really would. underrated. Yeah, it is. Like, people never talk about that one. It's yeah. always the, the Holy Grail. You know what? I didn't like that a lot George of people George Harrison like. was one of the producers. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the, oh, what's it called? Mighty Bush. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> Mel Brooks. Producers? Men in Tights. 
No, no, no. Oh. His like Young Frankenstein. His, one of his older ones. Mid and Tice is probably the first comedy I think I ever saw. Uh, the yeah, one really History good. of the World. What? Oh, uh, part, yeah, part, part, two. part two. Yeah, because uh, I watched it. I got like thirty minutes in. I was like, part two. They're not a first one. So it's I went got on the internet. Funny parts. I was like, it's... what's the first one? I, did I miss something? And yeah, it's like, no, no, that's the joke. That's yeah, yeah it's yeah. a joke. Yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> but like, I watched a good bit of it, and I was just like, well, this isn't. <laughs> Like his, uh, I felt funny like in his, the seventies. The like, yeah, well, like that's awesome. Blazing Saddles still funny. Yeah, I, I feel like Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein are still funny. Spaceballs, I'm like, eh. I don't know. When I was a Men kid, Spaceballs was so funny. Yeah, but it's not anymore. Maybe not as yeah. an adult. Maybe. It's and like it's uh, a lot of dick jokes. I don't know. And the shorts be with you. But I guess <laughs> a lot of it is. Men in Tights is Men in Tights is still pretty good. Yeah. A sneeze, uh, father of a chew. But I, I think one of the differences is in the way I saw that, in that they flow. It came out. Like, I'm pretty proud of that. Spaceballs has a lot of just mm-hmm. like, oh, all of a sudden. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're going to this. We're doing this thing yeah, over here. And then, there, oh, there's we're more doing story. There's versus stories like, going on over like, here and here. I feel like Blazing's House is a little bit more mm-hmm. cohesive. Same with Young Frankenstein. I can uh, see that. I need to go back and rewatch them, but. I watched Spaceballs the other day. I mean, it's still okay, but it's just not. It's not Blazing Saddles. When they rent a video to find out what they should do. Yeah, when they when they go, no, they just go pick one out, right? Yeah, and then they have basically an ad for renting a movie. But yeah, I'm surrounded by a bunch of assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that guy just gave up on on doing movies. He just didn't. Uh, I, the, the, a lot of comics talked about him that he was really funny and that he was a good a, a good comedy actor. The guy who played Rick uh, Moranis. I am Vince, Vince Clortho, Keymaster of Gozer, Volcus Sildrar, our Lord of the Sebulia. Yeah, and he just oh, really. I, I, some, so his wife I looked it up. Or his wife died as, of cancer, oh. and so he quit doing movies so he could stay home and raise his kids. Yeah, and then he just said, "I'm not going to go back," and he just hasn't. Wait, he just disappeared. But. Did he ever build a shrink ray? <laughs> no. Because, yes. Uh, but, yeah. He was raising his kids. Those movies that, were so... That movie. Yeah, those movies were so big when they came out. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I well, the first one was... Now. The first... Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was funny. It was, well, uh, it was good. I, it was I liked good, it. yeah. And um, then the Honey, I Blew Up the Kid was meh. okay. And then it just kept going. And then out. Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves was... Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. But, I yeah, to that he... One. Yeah, Rick Moranis. Yeah. It's a shame he never came back to do something else. Yeah. Man. But, you know, I feel weird because I feel like there hasn't been really good comedy out recently. Like, not, I'm not Joker. saying like... Tons of laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> I want to say Joker. Oh, was it, my gosh. you guys enjoy it? It was good. It was... You watch it once... You never want to watch. Was the story again. good? Yeah, I was. Was the story good? I, yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah, going. Like, I'm sure the acting was great. Yeah, it was good. After I saw it, it was like I don't know if I would want to see that again. And then, but this week, thinking about it, maybe I would want to see it. Again. Why? Why, why? would you want to see it again? It's rough. It's really it's super. It, it starts it's, off it's slow. Not, it's not about like that's what Joker call. being Joker and doing like madcap like crimes or anything. It's the build what up to that. made him. This like psychologically damaged person that yeah. would do this and stuff. Yeah, which is pretty good. I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, but there are things in it that I like the way that they did it. Yeah, but yeah. I and then afterwards, it just made me want more Joker. Do you think he was better than Heath Ledger? See, that's the thing that people keep asking, and 
I think so. Like as a character, like development. Well, okay. Let me ask you like, this one: Do you think the character? Do you think the or, character portrayed? Do you think that was a better was, character for uh, not, the Joker than the Heath Ledger Joker? Heath Ledger Joker went for the throat. He was awesome. He, he yeah, he was awesome. I'd start to say there's a the, better the, character ever developed than him. It's not about money. It's about sending a message. Everything burns. The chaotic, he was a, yeah, evil, yes. That is that also is like a mastermind of like putting these setting plot, things up. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, to to put one domino in front of the other yeah. and just let them fall. Introduce a little anarchy. But that's that last was, domino doesn't what, fall. That's what I feel like. Yeah, is yeah. that this is in Joker? It's more of just. A yeah, in guy. Joker, he's not planning anything. It, yeah, it's not plan. Well, he has a small plan, but like it's yeah. not like the overarching. Well, his yeah, he has that one plan. Yeah. Right, but overarching, it's just coincidental, just like random into, acts. Yeah, like that this happens and this happens, and this, and it's just his decline into it, kind of, and it's like, eh. But I think maybe in the end, he. I don't know. Like I wanted plans. that, I want that, I wanted that definitive line between like like pre- criminal from insane to criminally insane. Like uh, yes, you got it. Yeah, you yes, I wanted that clear like where he all of a sudden yeah, and that's gets the bigger picture kind of thing from yeah, his twisted perspective. At the and, end, I I wanted that's what I wanted for I not saying that the movie wasn't enough the movie was i thought was was good it's as a good movie what for what it is it leads up to him becoming the joker but i just then wanted, a little I wanted bit more. another movie like after that of him being the joker you could have you could have like cut off like the first 15 to 30 minutes of the yeah. movie and then added 15 to 30 minutes of the movie to the back end where he is he's this committing insane criminal mastermind yeah. kind yeah. of guy that like not, not to spoil it but i have two questions one is it like the end of the last Batman movie where all of a sudden Robin comes out and there's this big reveal you're like, holy shit, that's Robin the whole time? Where it's like <laughs> you, with Joker, you where, know. where it's Joker, no. you know, he's like, all of a sudden he's like a 180 from the beginning of the movie. We're like, holy no. shit. No, not, not really. No, okay. it, it's a, uh, I wouldn't say it's a grad, it, yeah, it, gradual, it, it, but it's, it's not. a gradual like okay. decline from sane to although he doesn't really start out sane he's got problems yeah 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 well, i mean from he all the trailers start, he yeah, seems yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. Uh, but he in no. the end uh, I, don't, I don't even want to say yeah. but but the way it does end does lend to some sort yeah. of like oh okay so this is now like and now he's you gonna could be introduce him Joker. into some other movie and it would make sense which that's not they've said that that's not going to happen he's not going to be part of batman he's not going to be in batman he's yeah, what are they be... doing with batman they're just awful doing all kinds of, yeah what Terrible. do you mean awful did you see batman versus superman <laughs> no but the batman that's that's coming out oh yeah no i i have i'm not talking about that oh okay just because i'm i'm kind of the like... recent is that teased somewhere? Maybe or? they're gonna. Well, that's, maybe that, they're gonna get it right. That's Robert Pattinson as Robert the, Pattinson yeah. as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Mm-hmm. My, and then uh, what's his name is James Gunn. No, who's directing? It's uh, it's someone who was doing James Mar- Gunn is doing Suicide Squad, Deadpool. Oh, James Gunn. What Marvel movies did he do? Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, that would like, make, that makes like doing Suicide yeah, Squad. Because, like yeah, I could see that. Guardians of the Galaxies would 
make total sense. Now like, I want to see it. I would like to see cuts, though, the, what original uh, Suicide Squad was. We got cut up so much. Before, yeah. it, had, it had a lot of potential. Well, the only thing like, I hated about it was like so those... linear, like of like, okay, they're in the prison and then they break out and now they're in the city. It's like, it's almost like you just took them from like here across the, the There was the a lot like, of setting up two characters and then they were yeah, like, oh, and these other people. Yeah. And then we... Yeah, having James Gunn do Suicide Squad makes a lot of fucking sense. And not have Will Smith. As long as it. fucking Warner Brothers doesn't like fuck it up again. Oh yeah, and tell him what to do. Exactly. I think he has enough power now to say, no, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. I would want it dark... So that's my Suicide concern. Squad. Nah, nah, Suicide Squad. Yeah. You could do like it's like Guardians of the Galaxy, but then you make it rated R. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know there I mean? you go. And that's yeah. that's what you do. Like kind of like Deadpool, right? Yeah. You, you do Guardians of the Galaxy, but you make it rated R because these are vicious psychopaths. Yeah. So growing up, I always thought the Batman movies were rated R, but I think nope. maybe one no. of them was PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Yeah, they're, PG, they're they've all been PG thirteen. Yeah, because yeah, I remember asking sure. my dad because I was like. Just I, I get curious about this stuff because he watched Wait, the first Batman. I'm thinking Batman the first 1989. 80, 89. 89. Yeah, was the first one. Was that rated R or PG? I'm thinking that was. I was thinking that was PG. No, that was not PG. It was not. It was super. <laughs> no way that was PG. Which one was that? Oh, Batman. Okay. Batman. Batman. Just Batman. Batman. And yeah. it's from 1989. It, it was creepy, and I remember my dad watching it, and then uh, flash forward a few years ago, I asked my dad, I was like. We were talking about all the, because all the, I guess uh, at that time, Ben Affleck had come out as the new Batman. Oh. And we were just talking about you, it. Why like, you Ben Affleck? And, uh, you, why you huh? Ben Affleck? He goes, I go, what about Batman? And he's like, well, Batman, all the actors, every time they got like announced who they were going to play the characters. Michael Keaton was they were, not. Yeah. They were, told, <laughs> they were told that it would ruin their career. They're like, why would you play Joker? Why, why would you do that? Or why would yeah. you play Penguin? This is going to ruin your career. They didn't have. And. And superhero then, movies right. where like well not yeah. only but not only no. that they cast people you're just like that what? doesn't make like if you told me in the 1980s right leading up to that for batman you cast michael keaton that doesn't make any sense i don't exactly. know exactly you Jack wouldn't Nicholson think that he's Joker, batman right like yeah. it's the perfect fit but I, what, I don't know anything about Michael Keaton other than that. What, what did he do before it? Like Mr. Mom. Mom and, there you go. Uh, and like, uh, he did like comedy I type loved, stuff. I loved yeah. him before that, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, don't I guess know for why... Michael Keaton, it kind of didn't, it helped a little bit, but didn't really do much long term. And then he came back. Well, I don't, no, I don't think it Multiplicity ruined his career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that is that what, movie, yes. That movie did well, though. Yeah. Box office oh. wise. Or maybe there was well. something after was, that, that. No, that was, that was it. That was awful. Which one was the one where he heard voices from his daughter through a radio oh, that's white noise white Something noise like i remember they but made that a was sequel later. to that that was later that was real later okay. yeah that was a lot later than but like, you guys know... he went from like the 90s yeah like in the early 2000s he did I, I don't know what he did like i don't know anything that had michael keaton there was one where he was for a speed. serial killer you know what an underrated movie is need for speed push with chris evans yes. and uh Dakota Fanning, yeah, and I think I've seen that one. Uh, uh, Camilla Bell, yeah, that was on Netflix and, at one uh, point, right? Diamond Huntsu. Oh man, that was a good that movie. Was a good movie. I love that. Fun, movie. fun movie to watch. Yeah, should have had a sequel. And pretty, Chris Evans, pretty yeah, recent. Chris Evans, yeah, pretty recent, like five but years. You, you said that. No, right? two thousand and nine, maybe two thousand. Yeah, oh, wow, that far. Back. Yeah, it's a while yeah. ago. It doesn't get old. Yeah, it's I not a movie that, that like what's you the, watch. What's and the theme of it, or what's the? So it's it's sort of 
superhero-y, but it's so basically you have a bunch of different people who can use different powers. ES, yeah. ESP powers, right? Yeah. There's people who have telekinetic powers. There's yeah. people who can see the future. Mm-hmm. There's people who can force you to do things. Yeah. By talking, like, by using their power and talking to you, they can, like, force you to, like, believe narratives or, like, whatever. And then there's that Asian guy who's, like, screamers. Yeah, 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 There's guys who, like, have ultrasonic powers. There's characters in movies. Where they're just, like, screaming and, like, like, that's their power. That's a power. (laughs) Well, it's, like, like making your ears bleed and stuff like that. It's like when you're watching TV and all of a sudden the commercial goes louder. That's their power. power. And then there's, like, people who can, like, make you invisible to other people. Mm -hmm. people, Oh, yeah, that's what that Basically, like, all these different powers that are based on extrasensory perception, right? Like, people who can find you by Mm -hmm. your smell. Yeah. Anyway. And Chris Evans is like the, your protagonist, your mm-hmm. main protagonist, and trying to live off the grid or something because yeah, of something he's that happened as a kid, and yeah. he gets caught up in like this whole thing where like you know there's a government agency that like recruits these people and does experiments on them and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. So anyway, it's it's a good movie. It uh, is. It's fun to watch, but it it's didn't do very, well. Yeah, very underrated. Very underrated. I think. Did he do Losers after that? Losers? Yeah, you didn't remember oh, it last time I brought that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, Sorry. Uh, when you say loser, I think of... Uh, yeah, with uh, Jason Biggs. Jason, or, Jason Biggs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Losers but was... Losers was... was, was really uh, I liked it. It was Chris Evans and... Mumbles. Mumbles. Yeah. Uh, Idris Elba. It, it, Idris Elba. Gamora. I can't remember her name. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He was yeah. the, the main guy. Yeah. Yeah. Losers, yeah. I liked it. Man, now I'm going to go watch Pusher yeah. <laughs> Losers or something. Think Joel will make it through a third one? Is that his second? That's his second, his... right? Yeah. I don't think he's he's uh, <laughs> holding down. As hard as not in it. I don't know. But, yeah. Push was so cool. It was good, yeah. Maybe there wasn't like a whole lot there. Substance-wise? Yeah. But, but it was a cool still... world. Yeah. It was like... They did. They could have done so much with it. Like, yeah. I was going to ask Ross, is that your third? Yeah, yeah this, this is my third. third. Oh, yeah. so I need to catch up. This is my okay. third, yeah. too. I, I wasn't pouring this because I thought we were waiting. No, to oh, third. no, no. So I guess you can, you can probably, you, you probably have all of in that. There. Yeah. Oh, no head on this one. Well, some head. Yeah. Speaking of season three of Big Mouth, was awesome. I like Nick Roll a lot. I mean, I I don't think I laughed as hard as I did in like the first season or two, but it was still a pretty good season. I laughed at that first episode when you guys were, we're watching, watching it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, it's like, eh. and I guess that first episode is pretty fun, but well, it gets like it, once it really, they introduce I mean, Jay, it's like ugh. the first season. Oh, first Jay episode, is, <laughs> Jay really takes it out of me. It's like, oh, yeah, you kind of got stop. Like, it's over. He's there over are the top. there are guys. Is that Jason, growing up? That uh, yeah, Manzukas. There yeah. are guys growing up that are like that, but it's like, ugh. why do you want to like bring that into yeah. my frame? <laughs> Please, but like. uh <laughs> But I think what they're doing watch, with that is is good though because it's if kids watch it it's like yeah this is normal for this, this is what happens it normalizes stuff yeah. so that you're not as ashamed you're not of freaked it. out like the 
kids in You're, Big Mouth. Yeah, like, I would have loved that as a like as when a teenager, you see you know? when you see like a hormone monster in your room. Now you're not going to be freaked out, right? It's it's okay oh to masturbate Look. to the cat clock, which I don't understand why he did that, but <laughs> but as a kid, it's like whatever. Yeah, that kind of looks like a boob. Yeah. yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it on. <laughs> the, hormone, I gotta, I gotta the, the hormone monsters are the fucking best part of that yeah. show, though. In, in like, episode two or three, that's when, like, Jay is, you know, really in it. Into it, the pillow? It, into the... No, well, into... Uh, whatever he's talking about. And Murray's just like, ooh, I like you. You're a freak. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> but they push boundaries yeah. hardcore. Who yeah. plays the female hormone monster? Oh, uh, that's... Uh, What's the name of the character? The one from Saturday Night Live. Uh, May- May- Maya, Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. Maya Rudolph. Yeah, okay. I can't. She just has one of these take a personalities. Where you, <laughs> yeah. She may not always be funny, but it's just like every time I see she's her, pretty scene, funny. Like, I she's can't pretty help funny but in that. laugh. Yeah, just I, I like I like how she does the female hormone monster. And, uh, and I heard Joe she's like super nice. Male hormone monster. I can't remember. Uh, I can never, who does it? Will Arnett. Oh okay. yeah, Will Arnett. <laughs> he's pretty. He's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty good at convincing people of things. But like the uh, stuff, like showing. Yeah, uh, little girls' this boobs, is, little girls' boobs, little girls' vaginas, little yeah. girl, little boys' dicks. Like, yeah, yeah, that it's all that happens in the first. episode. They show a lot of nudity for <laughs> like cartoon nudity, cartoon nudity. He, wow. Yeah, yeah, they but, can't do actually. No, I, I didn't you think could, they would go that far with it. Wow, he, I'm yeah, surprised. They, they they show like cartoon nudity of like he had hair preteens basically or or teenagers or I guess they're like twelve and thirteen. Yeah. And, just uh, just hitting puberty. Yeah, much. I mean that's the premise. Except of the whole show. for it's like... Nick Kroll's character. <laughs> yeah. This is cool. He's a little three, behind. Three seasons, right? Three seasons. Yeah, the third and, season and, just came uh, and a Valentine's special. But right? even or... yeah, well, but the Valentine's Day special is like counts as episode one of oh, season three. Okay. Um, oh, which the Valentine's Day episode was like fucking hilarious too. Yeah. But uh, I guess I, think, I should be watching like, this as an entourage. In, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me that. Watch, watch, watch this. Uh, but like in, in episode like four or five of the first season, mm-hmm. there's like a scene where the one of the main characters is trying to suppress his like hormone monster. But the hormone monster is like, cut off the head of somebody I can't remember who, <laughs> and then like. Not over the top shows it, but basically he skull fucks it. Like, yeah, just, I yeah. can see that. Yeah, I've seen enough of the shows. Like, he's like, yeah, he's I like, because the kid who's suppressing him, he's like yelling at the kid. And he's like, you made me do this, and and he's just like, and then at the end of the episode though, he's like, man, we really crossed some lines here, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, the whole skull fucking thing was over the top, but Netflix made us put that back in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I I remember hearing this, so uh, it was created by a husband and wife that uh, Nick thought was really funny, because I guess they'd written some other, a couple other small things, and uh, they wanted to do shows, so he worked with him, and then worked with his best friend growing up, who had, I, he didn't say this part, but apparently he'd written the only other credit he had was he read it, he had written on Family Guy for some stuff. Oh, yeah. And so they all got together and I matched stuff. That. And then, of course, they put a great cast who are all comedians. Like, oh, John, yeah. I was watching John, John Mulaney. Mulaney. Yeah. Everybody from Kroll Show. You know what's funny is that John Mulaney 
voices the character that's inspired by Nick Kroll, and Nick Kroll voices the character who's inspired by Nick Kroll's best friend growing up. Uh, so they, it, but and like you know, Nick Kroll is Jewish and John Mulaney is Catholic, so they have this Catholic guy voicing this Jewish kid. It's just, and yeah. then like Nick Kroll's like voicing the other kid who's not Jewish. It's it, that's just awesome. Little Id- idiosyncrasies like that are just funny. Yeah, and I think you're sure that, um, they did that on purpose. I'm sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did you see the the comedians in cars with him? Uh, oh, I do remember rug, that because they, they, they eventually shopping. came back to yeah rug shopping, and then they come back to his house with <laughs> his wife, and, and she's, she's like, like, "I don't no. like it." Yeah. And Jerry takes it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's like, who knows how expensive that rug was? Well, <laughs> and you know, was that actually like, is that real or is that staged? You know what I mean? It felt real. It uh, felt pretty real. Yeah, but is it real or is it staged? The only reason I'd say it's staged is because Jerry Seinfeld seems kind of like a control freak. Yeah, and. Yeah, I, that, I feel like most of whatever goes on on that show is largely staged. Yeah. What I like most is maybe not the stunt stuff, but when he does talk to certain comics, I'm like, man, I really I think I some like of the conversation more. Yeah, than, I, I think some of the conversation he has is can't stage genuine. Eddie Murphy. Did he has but he like, talked has he talked to Eddie Murphy? Yeah, apparently it was really funny. Is it one yeah, of the new ones? He, he had Eddie Murphy. I've been watching yeah. the most yeah. recent. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. People talk about uh, well, Eddie Murphy and Eddie Griffin. Uh, they said because people would put him. They said when he was uh, him and and uh, uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner, Mark Mark Lawrence. Who's the guy who's in Martin they, Lawrence? Uh, Martin Lawrence. They were saying like those Martin. guys when they did stand up. The the rooms you couldn't go after them. They were so funny. Oh yeah, but then nice. they do movies and it's not that great. Nah. But I feel well, like that because because the movies are based on writers though not yeah. necessarily yeah. just there it's not fair to them at yeah, all yeah 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 well and also i mean that's 99 percent of his, well i don't know 99 percent, but it's a heavy percent of his job to write but you can't i can see where it's hard to write for other people and then when you have a committee it's saying like how you have yeah. to write which is why netflix is interesting because i've heard several stories about where they they don't care. They want you to put stuff out, and they let you produce stuff. They're just like <laughs> they, like, they want, watch they want, Big Mouth. Yeah, and you, like I don't know if that's true or not. That they were like, oh no, 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 leave that in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Although somebody well, they don't have like censors. To, I mean, they have. Yeah, they don't have to worry about censors. Yeah. Well, which they, is great. They, they did censor yeah. somebody. Recently. I think it was was it Bert Kreischer, somebody who did a stand up special recently, and he's, oh, they, the they told him. Yeah, they told him. What did he do? Make fun of China. Did he take off his shirt? They, no, they just told me he couldn't say retarded. Oh, one of uh, the, that's one, retarded. Yeah, yeah. Even though uh, his, you know, we best won't fr- be on Netflix. Even though his his, uh, his best friend Tom Segura has like a is retarded ten minute bit on oh. the word retarded and the use of it. But they well, said it's context. They're like, yeah, his thing. I can understand. He's that. He's talking about why it's retarded that you can't say retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Your joke was just to <laughs> say say retarded. Yeah, and you're not explaining why retarded is offensive or why you shouldn't use it. It's more like you just used it as an offensive thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, can, I understand that. Or ask them not to put it in special. I can understand them saying that, yeah. but, yeah. Hmm, you know, it's a comedian. Yeah. You can't really censor a comedian. I don't know. I don't think it's fair. Because I, I, was it Daniel Tosh? I, I can't remember if it was him or somebody else, but they said, like, their Dane point Cook. of view is, so I can go out there and talk about, like, everything else under the sun but then i hit one one thing that somebody in the crowd hates and all of a sudden i'm the bad guy like yeah. it's like but you didn't laugh at the that. the other skin colors of people that i made fun of or the other oh uh, who stereotypes was who was it that it's like <laughs> did that was it tosh 
I felt like it was him. I can't remember. Not that he really. I don't. He he's kind of all over the place. I guess. Because that's that is definitely something that he would do. No, okay, th- there was a comedian who like talked about like. Bill Burr. Uh, Actually, I think it was Bill Burr. Was it Bill Burr? <laughs> yeah. Who was talking about like? Uh, he said it in a, in a he's way. He's like Say, saying saying offensive yeah, things, and then yeah. he's like, "No, yeah, I think it went, yeah." And oh, now you're offended, but like you weren't offended two seconds ago when I was making fun of these people. Mm-hmm. That that was Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. Burr. I, I'm right. pretty sure I've, I actually saw like that quote somewhere. He's brought yeah. that up a couple times on podcasts. Yeah, that, like, yeah. Where it's like you you don't vaguely on Conan. I think he brought that up, and then other times I he think, brought it yeah, up. Yeah, I think that's what what podcasts. I saw it on Conan or some some talk show. But uh, yeah, he. Uh, yeah, that I mean, it's it's a valid point. Like everybody laughs until all of a sudden until, the joke, the joke is about turn. them. Yeah, yeah. and then exactly. all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, you can't say that. It's like yeah. being friends with a bully or something in high school. It's like you know they have the, like turtle in Entourage. <laughs> it's no, like I don't know. it's like it's like funny when they're making some fun of somebody else, but then when it's your that's, that's it's, true when it's your turn, it's like. Man, that's not four cool. or five episodes. Five episodes in the first season. When they call him the f word, it's... yeah, because he throws it out the first time. Oh, does and it? then when okay. they say it to him, he's like, well, he makes excuses. He's like, yeah. oh, she had to wash her hair and she couldn't go to prom or something. I, he says something about prom. <laughs> how he's trying to hook up with a girl, or he said he did, and then it turned out he didn't. She um, goes to a different school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel I feel weird about comedy because I, I think comedy should be like the only comedy I don't like tend to like speech. is when it's too it's... narrow. When it's like. I'm the Hispanic comic, and I only talk to people. Oh, that so are, John Leguizamo's uh, yeah, teaching yeah. you about Latin culture. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't very funny. I thought you loved it. I think oh. Tony liked it. Tony liked <laughs> it. Tony liked it. <laughs> no, you were like, "Don't teach me things." <laughs> oh, that oh, that's right. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, you had a uh, rant about it. Uh, did I have a rant about? It? Yeah. Well, about just comedy in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, because it came around the same time that other lady did her like thing where she uh, she just stood up and talked about Ali Wong being yeah. a lesbian and like Ali Wong so funny. Oh, uh, Margaret Cho. I don't know. Anyway, Lesbian comedian. I don't know. It was like, I, there, were, there were a couple specials down. that came out right I, in, like around each other where it wasn't so much about being funny as it was about delivering I think your you're message. Talking about right. Hannah, right. Hannah, yeah. Hannah Gass, Gatsby. She did a special recently about so. wanting to quit comedy and made a big deal about it. And people like just. It wasn't recent. Over. It was. Oh, like two years ago? Yeah. Well, a year ago. This might have been a year ago. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I feel like there are a lot of these political. Stan comics where it is I hate the word uh, or the statement oh, virtual Dave Chappelle, virtual uh, what is it not virtual the Dave Chappelle uh, stand up was funny oh yeah but I couldn't get through his first the last one that he the did. newest one I, did, I didn't see the newest one the newest one, one. But the newest there, one is there was, funny there was the one the first one he did for Netflix where he was he was pro-Trump he was like well he wasn't pro-Trump but he was like Hey, let's see where this goes. Maybe, right. maybe we can do well. And then, then the one after that, he starts out. He's like, "Man, I fucked up. <laughs> I didn't the, know what his, I was thinking." His newest stand-up is pretty good. Yeah, sticks just... and stones. It's like, yeah, and I, I read a lot of stuff about people hating, hating on it. it. Like, yeah. well, there was it's a got Vice like a article, zero, right, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there, really? there was there was a Vice article saying like. Oh, oh, it's so because, so juvenile to make fun of transgender people because and he makes fun of yeah, everybody. I, everybody, right? yeah, that's what I heard that he hits on and everything. Like, it, and it, and but people the, said it, he the article it on purpose, made, yeah, and I was like, of course, he probably did, of course, it was, yeah. yeah, yeah, 
And like uh, the article made me want to watch it more. Yeah, I, I still haven't he, watched like, it. Amy, Amy watched it before I did, and, and she was like, she you, like have, "You have to watch this because he like she didn't like it at first because <laughs> he starts off with like these people, these people, but then like as you continue watching, you realize he hits almost everyone, yeah, in, in some way or shape." Or form, and, and you don't then see that you're just like, anymore. oh, he's doing this intent. Like he is making mm-hmm. a point that like everybody's too sensitive, and, it, and it's. And I mean, the name of it is funny. sticks and stones. It's right. like, which is they. I mean, they always used to say sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you. Right. But like, but now words. Even in a video of him like walking but, in the desert and alluding to something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I do feel like even like more recently, it's weird that in the. Midnight around the time that uh, Bill Clinton was getting um, ousted or whatever, um, impeached, impeached, impeached. There's that political correctness. At he least was for, impeached, but he didn't leave. Yeah, around, around that he time, wasn't, that, he wasn't, was like he that, wasn't forced out. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, regardless of what happened, then, but it's around mm-hmm. that time that they were saying that a lot of liberal people were very cer- uh, concerned about like political correctness. Was when the mm-hmm. term got deemed. And now it feels like we fell I'd out say of that. It's early to mid nineties. It's like, but yeah, now I feel like we fell out of that, and now we're back into it. Where yeah. everybody, and it's almost more extreme because, like, he, I'd I feel say like, so. I feel like Dave Chappelle would have to go and say like commentary and everything because that's old school seventies and eighties comics would talk about everything in the sky, everything yeah. they thought about. Yeah, and then all of a sudden we got into a Richard Pryor. We got into slogans and then kind of acting comedy in the nineties. Then you got like Dave. Uh, or not Dave. Uh, um, Your cousin Marvin uh, Chappelle. Uh, Dan, uh, Dan, Dan Cook, who was Dan more. Cook. Uh, Dan Cook geez. was that exaggerated acting that we saw in the 90s of mm-hmm. a lot of comics that were when comedy wasn't big. And then you get him, and then you get more of these kind of characters now touching certain subjects and then won't touch certain subjects. Mm-hmm. And then and all of a sudden allowed people, I guess, to get a little bit soft. And then you have comedy that if it hits on anything that's sensitive or uses a trigger word or, mm-hmm. or even that term trigger I didn't yeah. that was a word until yeah. two years ago if people start freaking out I and understand. I just think it's hilarious because it's like I think everything's up for debate I think yeah. as long as you don't personalize it after like I, I don't like a lot of like I used to like a lot of political um, comedy like I, I was one of the when I remember when I was in high school I watched right as John Stewart took over the Daily Show. Oh yeah, and I was like, "This show is going to be great. It's going to be awesome. You should watch it." Nobody I thought was it would be bad it. because yeah. I was really into the Daily Show when Craig Kilborn was hosting. I heard it was still yeah pretty decent, and I watched it. Still, it everyone no, was it, good. it's totally it different. Not. It's yeah, like, he, and, it was it was all comedy and just yeah. like nothing. And then John Stewart came in and he transformed it. And I was like, yeah. I was watching it for a while, and then it just I just stopped i was it became too much i, was I like, stopped because it became more rants and like yeah. i just started realizing oh he wants me to think a certain way not that i not believe in the stuff you're saying it's but just like, i was i knew a lot more about politics when i watched it but yeah that was helpful to learn stuff mm-hmm. i don't know i just think it's unfair to say if like you don't believe in a certain way you can't laugh because some stuff you listen to you're just like inherently gut laugh and you're like i yeah. shouldn't be laughing at that but it's still fucking oh funny. yeah no that <laughs> yeah yeah like, when when bill burr and his 20 whatever 16 or was it 2017 2016 i think 16. the black and one white one whatever i think that yeah. when he makes the joke about like asian drivers no the the domestic ab- abuse or whatever <laughs> he's saying uh what is it the bar had a sign like we like our beer like we like our violence domestic domestic yeah and he's like that's a funny joke yeah <laughs> and so he's like nobody's gonna walk into the fucking bar and then just all of a sudden be like 
Oh, <laughs> like villain. knocks over his mic stand or whatever. <laughs> like he just hit somebody yeah. and like, yeah, you know, that's a joke that's funny. But at the same time, you can see why people would get offended yeah. by it. It's like, yeah. he, oh, he's condoning. He's not condoning it. He's just like saying how stupid it is to like the cancel cult- culture of it all. Well, like, like my favorite special where he just comes out and he's like, I'm, I think I'm going to buy a gun. That's his first joke. Yeah. And immediately everyone's like... No, you know, like they're laughing because like, why the, would you do that? That was the same special though. That was like towards was the, the same one. Yeah, because he's anyway. like, he starts talking about like, I'm, well, yeah, I think I'm going to get a gun. And then he's like, I'm going to get like a 22. And then like he goes into a rant <laughs> people, because the people in the, the South, hobby, or, he's yeah. like, you people like, I get it. Like the 22 is like an yeah. oversized BB gun, but like, <laughs> yeah. and he just like gets into this rant where he's yeah. just like, you know, fuck you people. Like this is. That's not how that joke's supposed to go. Every, yeah. Everyone else, like, thinks this shit is funny. Yeah. And, like, I get to the... Se- or, no, the car thing where he's like, I'm shooting with a stranger at a burnt-out car. <laughs> yeah. Like, with, every, with, yeah. Every, Normal every, in Tennessee. Every, everywhere right. else in the country or all in, all over the North, people are, like, dying laughing. But down in the South, like, you people just, like, are like... No, this is, seems pretty normal. Like what I don't you, know, I, where, you, I thought this was a comedy yeah. show. Like well, you get your, you have your car that you drive every day, and then you got your shooting car <laughs> yeah. in the yard. It's just, yeah, you shoot at it. I, yeah. What's cool about him is like I, I like same thing with like Mike Rabiglia. I feel like he has, it's an art in the sense of like, okay, I'm gonna have this episode. There's a storyline, a through line. Maybe not through the whole show, but maybe through like segments. Then you can do ten minute bits, and then you. Uh, there's some laps in there, so in your mind you have to make connections. Like some of the stuff, that, like Mike Bigley will throw out a, a useless line, but it's really funny. He's like, he'll say a joke, and then he's like starting the joke, and people laugh, and then he's like, "Yeah, I'm in the future too," and it's like that's pretty funny because yeah. you're already jumping into where he's at in the next segment of his joke, um, and that's something you have to do a lot of times with the smarter comics. Jim Gaffigan does a good job too. I think Jim Gaff. I watched him show though his TV show. It's not good. Yeah, there's for some reason like sometimes their comedy from like doing stand up just doesn't translate into a good TV show. Unlike uh, Ray Romano, that was. But yeah, that's just a good show. Well, and it also it has to do with everybody loves Raymond. You know, like it has to do with who you cast and what role. Like, yeah, he and then the writers like, of the just, show. He just well. basically got a perfect uh, cast together. What do you guys think about Tom Papa? I don't know. Have you seen him? I like it when you call me Big Papa. His specials. No, he like so last weekend. I I got home and I watched um, Jim Gaffigan. I feel like Jim Gaffigan has the most Is jokes. He still doing food jokes. Uh, I heard this new special is not as much. Yeah, uh, it's on Amazon. I haven't watched it yet, but the Hot one, that, pockets. the two that I saw, it's it, still good. I all the ones that I saw that were <laughs> jokes, and he, um, but he has the most jokes per second. Oh, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, most jokes per second is like laugh after laugh. Like I'm just like listen. The funniest thing he does is the the where he interprets what the audience, audience is, is thinking. thinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, but, but Tom Papa is Jesus Christ, like his specials. Wow. Tom Papa also, is Jesus like, Christ. Uh, yeah. His, 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 Go tell uh, your dad. His, his, his stage performances are really cool. Cause he does some stuff. Dad's going to crucify. Uh, and then his jokes are just so well written. We're just like, 
why is he not doing more stuff? Like, well, people need to give him a chance. Like, mm-hmm. he needs to be, like, he could be the stereotypical sitcom dad and be huge. Plus his writing capabilities. I mean, he's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he's one of the most underrated comics. Mm-hmm. Um, although, you know, he, he does well. He does well. So it's not to say that. He, can we stop? I'm going call, to call it action here. I've watched several specials recently where there's just some asshole in the crowd and they say something. And usually the comics are really great. Like Anthony Justin looks probably the best at it. Like uh, there was one recently and someone says something. He's like, so what do you do for a living? And the guy like, think he, they're about to hand him a mic. And he's like, he says something. He's like, I mean, wh- wh- what do you do in order to, to afford V-necks? <laughs> and it's so quick. You're just like, God, I don't know if he said that a million times, but it seems like it's off the cuff. Um, but it seems like more recently, Bill Burr's had like several specials where someone says something or whatever, yells something. And then uh, Anthony Justin, I think, had two. Well, he had one special where a lady was just laughing so much that he had to call her mm-hmm. out. And then it was funny. Um, and then he had one where someone said something in the crowd. And I wish people would stop. Well, I can, in one of Tosh, Tosh's stand ups, um, in like an edited out part of it, he kicks people out of the club. Yeah, uh, because they're like sitting right up front, and he's like, "I fucking told them I didn't want y'all sitting mm-hmm. up here," and like all this other stuff, and like he's like, "Give me the fucking drink," and then he takes their out, he takes their drink away, and then he kicks them out. Yeah, Amy's mom. Well, this was on like a cruise ship. Not fancy. <laughs> well, but it's fair on a cruise ship. Amy's mom. <laughs> yeah, a- a- Amy's mom did that, that. during a, like a comedian a comedy show mm. at the on a cruise ship, where like. You know, the dude, you know, he's asking for audience engagement and then like he's going on to say some other jokes after he's he's done stuff and, and she just like keeps yelling stuff at him and mm. I'm just like, well, stop. <laughs> yeah. Like just like, yeah, I, I think a lot of people just don't know like. No, you're not supposed to, like... It's not I, part of the show. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. It's not an interactive experience. If, if they ask you a question, you answer it, and then, like... You move on. Yeah. Because another really great, poignant comedian is Colin Quinn. Yeah. And I saw him live, and there was a moment... It wasn't someone anything did. Uh, a server dropped a, a glass or something, and it threw him off. You could just tell visually, like, immediately he had a notebook and he was looking at it, reading jokes, and he looked up, and immediately as it happened, and he was like, shit. <laughs> and he kind of was like, where was I at? And he had to go through the whole thing. It was like a play almost. Like, he had yeah. to rehearse, and he knew just what he was going to say. And it was just interesting, because it wasn't someone heckling him, but it was just something that threw him off, or he had to go back to it. He's also one of those guys who are just like, god damn, he can write a joke. He can write but, something, so... <laughs> yeah, so, but, like, if you disrupt the, the flow of the performance or whatever it is... Yeah. Like, I think that's what people don't understand about this. This isn't just a guy, like, just up there spouting random shit, you know? If he's up there, he's really kind of focused on, like, the timing, the delivery. Like, he, there's a there's a flow to what he's trying to do. Yeah. And if you're just constantly, like, just yelling shit, even if you're not meaning to, like, heckle him... But you're just yelling shit in response to whatever he's saying. You can throw him off, and that just fucks up the whole performance. Yeah, because like people don't think of it as a performance; they think of it as here's this guy who's just talking, right? Because yeah. they're, they're so good at just being casual. Yeah, yeah. So th- I think that just comes with like that. It's like a double edged sword of like mm-hmm. you're acting casual about what you're up there talking about, so people don't realize that it's a performance. Yeah, per se. 
But this porter. <laughs> but this porter. But this porter. What about this porter? Barely yeah. know her. I'll go ahead and give my yeah, start my up. thoughts on it. It's a uh, it's a good good porter. It, I'd say it's a good porter. I'd I'd give it a one, though they have this so much on tap at Pint House. This I'd probably want to try something porter else. culture. I know what I want. Maybe porter culture actually. Really? Mm-hmm. It's got it's got more more the raisin maybe yeah. more the uh, more to the body hmm. yeah where this one is pretty thin lends to the drinkability though and it's got that roastiness up front and in the back and in the middle it's kind of got a mellow sort of chocolatey taste to it which i like nothing bad about it i wouldn't say this is bad and porter culture is good i'd just say they're both good I just might like porter culture more more mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'd say that this is one, and it's, it's a great one, beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah. a question. Well-made beer. I feel like uh, – would you agree with this? I feel like this one would taste – because now it's a little bit warm because I've let it sit here. It tastes a little bit better warm. I don't think But I, I feel like porter warm. culture, if it was warm, I would hate it. I think it has to be – that porter culture has to be cold, I think, for me to like that. Maybe. But this one I think I like a little bit better warm. I think I like this one more than Porter Culture overall. Oh, yeah? Okay. I like Bill Pickett more than this, right. but I like well, this more than Porter Culture. And then was L the M a Porter or a Stout? No, that was a Milk Stout. It was a Stout. I uh, don't know about any no no label. Oh, they're they're okay, I guess, but... I, I, I've had other beers from no label yeah? that are good. Okay. Uh, Where's I think. no label out of again? Uh, Katie. Yeah, oh, okay. Houston. That's right. No, Katie. Houston. Uh, Katie. Anyway, <sighs> the only people who say Katie are people, people from that Katie. lived in Houston are people who are from Katie. Okay. If you're from Houston, you're just you just say Houston to make all it right. easy. It's all, all right. that Cypress. pollution. Uh, I don't go around saying. I mean, if people ask specifically, I'm like, Sife. I'm like, Sife? Where, Sife? where are you from? I'm from Houston. What part? Cyprus, Northwest. <laughs> but it's Houston. Oh, so not Houston, but Cyprus. <sighs> anyway. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think if there's another porter that jumps out at me right now um, that I could like I kind really of can't put this in any. perspective. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. But no, uh, oh, well, I'll cut to the chase. This is a one. It's yeah. a good porter. Uh, I had uh, the Cellus like one. Oh, yeah, I double I, their I, coffee porter. Yeah, I, I took that to Friendsgiving last yeah, year. It was okay. I, I liked it. I don't think it was that great. I actually but. liked, uh, was it Zilker's? Oh, uh, that was a stout, I think, a milk stout. That was. Uh, I think I like that one better, right? I think. I can't remember. I got both of those. Marcus or Mosaic? Maybe or I'm Mosaic. thinking of, Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of some ports that I've drank. Maybe. Those would be fruitier. Yeah, Wait, those, a port? Are, those are a lot fruitier. Yeah. And thick, like, dense. And, yeah, uh, yeah. But delicious. A port. But this is a one. Right? Yeah, yeah. So. Hey. One. Overall, one. Uh, I just kind of wanted to give some more perspective to our mm-hmm. listeners. Yeah. Hey, Cutter, what do you think it is? I like milk. Fuck Cutter. you, Cutter. All right, so you're finished. What, what do you think? All right, Joel. What, I think it's a one. Um, uh-huh. I'll, I'll do a little bit lighter than mm-hmm. I'd like. Uh, there were chocolate tones. The herbal uh, flavor we talked about earlier. Yeah. Dissipated. Uh, as The more that we drank it, or the more that I drank it, the, mm-hmm. the warmer it got. I could see, uh, but it was definitely there early, mm-hmm. um, as it was chill. 
uh, towards the end, you can you can taste it when it was chill, uh, the herbal flavor, mm-hmm. uh, which made it interesting. It wasn't overwhelming, so that that if it was herbal overwhelming flavor, I probably would have given it a zero. Mm. Um, but I liked it, and um, I thought it was okay. But I don't know; it's not uh, not memorable. Wow or, yeah. yeah, there's nothing like. God damn, that's good. I can, yeah, yeah. I can, yeah. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Well, let, let's get to the business at hand. Yeah, shout out to BAYK podcast. Big son. Yeah. Wait, BYK. Fucking legends, so man. Is that the video game guys? No, no, no. no, no. Irish. That's the Irish, the Canadian Irish. Canadian, oh, yeah. the Canadian guys, yeah. Anyway, yeah, they got. They They're Irish, Canadian. Episodes. All right, Joel, get it, we gotta, get it right, man. We got to do another one with them. Yeah. That was fun. That was yeah. So much fun. They don't. Yeah. They don't publish uh, very often. Yeah, they they don't. They but do they have any? They're busy. They have two. They have two new episodes. Oh, I thought you were gonna say they have two kids. They have, they don't have one of them has a kid. Yeah, okay. whatever. One they can call in and, and drink some I mean, beers this, with us. This client has two. This fucking so. guy had a, a second. And, uh, and look where I'm at. Right month now. And half, yeah, every every episode. I think you missed what one. You two? Irish fucks, where you at? Yeah, you missed two episodes out of seventy yeah. something. <laughs> So, but as Clinton was alluding to, yes, this this is the end of the episode. Thanks everybody for joining us. We had a great time drinking. Uh, I can't blind Jake. I forgot what we were drinking. <laughs> blind Jake Porter from Pine, Pine House, House Pizza. He sounds solid like a, beer, people. Solid beer. Solid they, beer. Go uh, get it. If if this is all I had from Pine House, I would really want to seek them out and try all their other. That's beers. a fair assessment. Yeah. Don't I would go try okay. other stuff from them based other on this. Stu- uh, yeah, don't other stuff I mean, is they look, they make other good stuff. Every, everybody else loves their electric jellyfish, yeah. but we I would say we avoid just don't. it at all costs. Really, anyway, but uh, but good job, Pine House. Yeah, yeah, good good job. <laughs> good on, on this, this one. one. Good on you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us for another episode. This has been Ross. This is Clint. Joel's there. Joel's there. And this is the podcast. This This is the the podcast. Thanks for sticking around. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, BigHeadsMedia.com, or anywhere there are podcasts. If you like what you heard, rate and review us on iTunes. Check out our Patreon. Find it at patreon.com slash three beers in podcast. Check out all of our awards. You can give as little as a dollar a month to help us keep doing what we're doing. It really helps out and we'll give you a thank you on the show. Or for a little more, you can remain anonymous. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at three beers in podcast. Check out our website, three beers in podcast.com. You can find information about us in the show along with the links to all of our episodes and our really cool merchandise. While you're on our site, you can tell us what you like what you don't like if you don't like us then why the hell are you still here you should have turned us off long ago but if you're just going to listen to us anyway you should probably subscribe too and if you'd like a transcript of our podcast write down everything that we just said we need more beer not no we don't
The History of the Atlantic World is a long-form history show that tells a tragic tale of conquistadors, war, slavery, and genocide. But within the tragedy of life lay the inspirational stories of revolutionaries, escaped slaves, and pirates. I'm Jesse Weist, your allegedly hilarious host, and this story begins in 1492 with the tale of someone so infamous you already know his name. 